I wasn't drinking the poo, but you know, I wasn't really hoping for me either. But if you need a toy soldier, no, sling, tell Snowflake Oh my God, my hair! I know it isn't logically consistent to feel this way, but I can still feel the skin of that damn dirty drow. After that trip into the armory for this shit, I want my goddamn mog back. Now we're in this fucking dark-ass tunnel where I found some mushrooms for dinner tonight, and tomorrow night, and the next night, and then- Ugh. That's it. Cool. Now you. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have you raised the professionalism by scripting it. <laughs> Dude, I did it both times I did it. <laughs> Um, right. I need a little bit more of a more explanation about what happened last time. No, <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> right now, we're just wandering—not really wandering. Sarath is um, has been put on point, and he's been kind of designated as the navigator. Um, the rest of the NPCs are just kind of scattered within the group, walking around you. Um, I think one thing we didn't do last time that we should probably do is uh, while we're traveling, because right now. Um, you would be explained by uh, by Sarath or Shushar would explain that uh, Slupadop is about a week away, seven days. So you have some traveling to do. And while you're traveling, you should kind of establish a marching order. Who's up front? Who's in the back? Who's in the middle? Who's doing what? And Sarath is in the front, right? Yeah, Sarath <clears throat> is, is up front. Maybe. Well, however far ahead you want him to walk, he'll walk. But he's kind of scouting ahead, yeah. Yeah, I think we need people that can see in the dark in the front and back until we get some light sources, which I don't think we have yet. And, right. Uh, the folks who can't see so, kind of middle. I mean, have we even stopped at any point yet since we've walked, like, just for a breather, short rest, or... We stopped just... to gather stuff, that's it. So you don't have to stop to forage as long as like the person foraging is designated to just only doing that task. So you can forage and travel at the same time. So let's first try to set up like a, a marching order. Basically I need to know just for encounter purposes also. If you want to march. Yeah, so I guess Seraph in the front. Then there's like all these NPCs that can see in the dark, right? Yeah, uh, the only ones that, that couldn't see in the dark is gone. That was Elder. Are any of the NPCs warlike? Warlike? Uh, well, Sarath is. I mean, he definitely looks like he could handle himself in a fight. They're all weak, right? Other than that, um, Prince Darendil, the Quagoth bear prince, uh, he has the like the physical stature of a Quagoth, so he looks kind of intimidating, but he doesn't hold himself as like a warrior. Right? What about uh, Jim Jam? Uh, Jim Jam, yeah. I mean, he looks like he could make his way around and not get killed. I don't know how fearsome he would be in battle, but he's clever. Okay, so the only PC that can see is... Sherwin. 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 Okay, so maybe Sherwin and Jim Jam, like, in the rear, and Seraph out front, and kind of the the rest of the group just like a mass <laughs> in the <clears throat> middle. Alright, I think Donnie's going to be up with Sheriff in the... Sarah, yeah, makes sense. in the front. Uh, he's like interested back in maps and things. Other two. Okay, Grimsby's in the back. Raylan, like towards the middle. 
Put me in a stool in the middle too. Yeah, okay. just blind. Looking out for any kind of light source that would be useful. So wait, where am I at? So you are, well, right now you're in the back with uh, Jim Jam and Grimsby. Okay. And we'll say the twins and um, what else is left? Darendel will be kind of clumped in the middle with Raylan, Boyd, and Stoll. What about Shushar the Awakened? Shushar... Shushar, I would say, will stay close to the front since he's traveling to where his stopping grounds are. By the Apparently. way, do we know that he's Shushar the Awakened? Uh, yeah, he'll tell you that. Is he woke? I want to explore that. Okay, you can ask him. <laughs> he's woke, yeah. He's fire. <laughs> Um, he he and doesn't guess, trust the government. And Lupito, I guess, is gonna. He will place himself close to to Raylan. Okay. So, how long have we been? How long has it been since we've left the outpost? Um, let's see. You finished that. Uh, you took a long rest, and then that happened soon after that. So, um, I would say from the moment you woke up, um, you've been traveling now about what you would quite like to a half a day. Um, and just traveling through dark tunnels with no really sources of light other than some flickering uh, incandescent bugs and um, some different fungi that can glow a bit on the cave walls, but no real consistent sources of light. Uh, but yeah, like a half day. Alright. So I guess while, I guess while they're just kind of marching, you know, Sherwin's kind of just grabbing things in his jacket. I mean, I, I don't know. We got most of our stuff back, right? Did I get, like, my Tinker's tools back? Uh, no. That was a, it was a different cache of shit that we got equipped with, not necessarily our stuff. Mm. So, so you like, have your, yeah. in terms of your, um, what is that called? Your infused items? I mean, you can use yeah. your uh, thieves tools, which you still have. Yeah. Other than that, anything that's, like, missing, like, for example, uh, Raylan is missing his, um, his wand, um, his arcane focus for his warlock. Um, so those kind of things you can craft, which I, I sent a link for some rules to that, but basically the rules for crafting stuff is, uh, it's one day for every five gold pieces of value of whatever item that you want to craft, and you need to have somebody who is proficient in crafting whatever it is, so if you want to, I don't know. You want a short sword you need someone that's has like needs a weaponsmith skills and has the tools for it if you need like a wand or a quarter staff if someone's got woodworking or something like that then that would be sufficient things like that so i guess while they're walking then like sherwin's probably kind of like just grumbling to himself like looking through he's only got the thieves tools and he's like oh, must, how am i supposed to make anything with this so oh and it's just Puffing and puffing a little bit, but then he grabs the box, and then he kind of like looks at it for a moment and like takes a sigh of relief, and is like, "Oh, it's gonna be all right." When you uh, pull out the box and take a couple looks at it, uh, Pepito is gonna step up beside you, and he's gonna kind of like peer around your shoulder at the box, and uh, you catch him kind of staring at you. Who's looking at me, Pito? Pepito. Uh, uh. <laughs> a Pito. And Sherwin just kind of looks at him, doesn't say anything, and he just kind of like puts it back in his coat. Okay, there's no exchange then, just silent. <laughs> but Pito slips back uh, to Raylan. I mean, uh, Sherwin's the only one that's getting a, has the ability to kind of really look at the rest of the party and the NPCs and see what they're doing. Um, but 
uh, Sherwin would notice that other than Sarath, really, um, even the NPCs are really uh, disturbed by the situation. I mean, they're even though they're all natives of the Underdark, they're always all of them are always kind of watching above and overhead, and you hear like a couple sounds of stones like crumbling off the side of the cave wall, and they even get kind of get spooked by that. So they all seem very uneasy about kind of wandering out in the dark, other than Sarath, who is just kind of uh, seems oblivious to what everyone else is feeling. I want to ask if anybody had any fucked up dreams besides me. Yeah, go ahead. You can talk to each other. Anybody else have any fucked up dreams like I did? (laughs) Damn, I don't remember what mine was. I saw things in the sleep. I don't know what you mean by fucked up. Bad. No good, buddy. Mine were exhilarating. I was on the hunt. And I saw my god. And he urged me forth. And it was successful. Good on you, brother. Were your dreams similar? No. (laughs) My (laughs) dreams was going into the... see if I got my notes here. I was surrounded by... Yeah, walking around, studying, studying mushrooms. And then a woman behind a mushroom wall calling to me. Yes, and then she grabbed me. Then I awoke. It was kind of scary. <clears throat> hey, DM, can we get a mm-hmm. rundown of those dreams real quick? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Muldani and, and uh, boy, their dreams were like how they're saying. And then for Raylan, it was uh, you were like going through like a maze. Um, it was like a and it was yeah, it was a maze and it was just stone walls. So not like the caves that you're in right now. Uh, but you're running through a maze and uh, you just had this kind of ever present uh, force or feeling of that you needed to push forward and keep going. And then the further that you pushed forward, uh, the more that you felt something was kind of uh, coming up behind you and pressing you forward. <clears throat> and then uh, what was that? I think? Yeah, I need to listen back because I, I only like, wrote down like one sentence to kind of describe everyone's dream. And then I winged the rest of it. But uh yeah, you were forced out of the maze, and I think you dropped down. I swear to God. Um, that, but I was hoping to listen to the recording beforehand, but I've lost a lot of time this week and haven't got back to going over the recording yet. Um, yeah, but you were pushed through the maze. And there, oh, that was the other thing was uh, you could hear the noise of... <clears throat> it sounded like hooves, basically. Um, heavy hoof. Uh, the sounds of, like, not horses, but something bipedal uh, with hooves uh, pressing behind you. And, uh, well, it's a sure one. A sure one, I wrote up his and sent it to him while, um, at a game. And uh, Grimsby was, uh, you're floating down the water in, like, this black um, pool. And uh, you're being forced forward uh, through uh, tentacles, basically, uh, pushing you or propelling you forward. And you're pushed off into a waterfall into a giant gaping mouth that swallowed and consumed you. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, as you're having the conversation, the other NPCs are seem like they're listening, but only a couple of them actually understand. Um, but uh, Jim Jam like just turns to to Boyd. He's like, "Oh yeah, that sounds pretty messed up. What uh, what kind of mushrooms are you into?" He says, just going completely off topic. I'm into. All, I'm learning about all kinds of mushrooms. I'm hoping to find something to to help someone. He, uh, he reaches into his coat pocket, and uh, you never you don't know when he got this, but he just pulls out a mushroom out of his pocket. He's like, 
Well, uh, I, I uh, found this a couple couple miles back. If you want it, I'll give it to you. Sure, I might. I appreciate that. Well, what is it? And uh, he hands it to you. And uh, where the fuck did I put that? It's in your butt, boy. In your butt, boy. Oh, there it is. Okay. So he will explain it to you. So you do not have to make a check with it. And uh, but I'll, I'll pop it up in roll 20 so everyone can see what it is. Thank you. Um, but it is a... Uh, it's about six inches long. And it looks like a tongue. It's like this. That's what she you, said. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a moldy. Phallus <laughs> status. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it says describe right there. So it looks like a humanoid tongue. And if you consume it, whoever consumes it, uh, it it causes them to speak their thoughts out loud for an hour. And it tells you it's called the tongue of madness. But that only works if the creature can speak, right? Like giving it the stool would do nothing. Right. Yeah, they have okay. to be able to speak. It's not wise to eat strange food. I'm assuming Donnie's like still still there, right? Yeah. You could catch this. He's so yeah, it's a it's a good way to open the mind. And he does like the get high fingers, you know. <laughs> I said, Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I'm I'm sure this will come in useful at some point. Mm-hmm. And you can see him like he'll snap off a little bit of a tip of one of them, and he puts it in his mouth, and he like just nods to you. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Hmm? Gray. What's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> does, this, does this mean they can't lie either, or what? It just says to speak their thoughts out loud. Not okay. A, there's not like a. Whole he lot said of that there's. Can't ex- do it. He said there's <laughs> like other mushrooms hanging around too. Yeah, and um, so when you forage, uh. Or if you specifically tell me you want to look for something, um, there's a table to roll against for that. But you see lots of mushrooms in general, but there are certain ones that stick out. So most of the ones that you see are just like edible mushrooms. Um, nothing really, no special properties about them, but there are about 13 or 15 um, specific unique mushrooms. And this is one of them. So I loaded them all into roll 20 and I was going to share these kind of handouts on there for you guys to see them once you find them. I guess like as they're walking... Um, Sherwin's kind of like he's taking certain things out of his jacket and kind of putting together and every once in a while he sees like a mushroom that he takes note of and grabs it puts it in his coat or or like cuts a piece of it and then starts working with it Um, and uh, you know he's just kind of like still kind of complaining about like how inconvenient it is that you know he doesn't have his normal stuff but you know he'll make do and then he goes whoa Oh, voila! And then he pulls out, uh, pulls out two sticks, and then um, he's like, "My friends, maybe this will help." And he like takes a stick and he kind of bends it, make like a snapping noise. It's like a like a kind of like a I don't know. It looks like a uh, I want to say it's kind of like a um, uh, I don't know what's not a cube but like a rectangle cube. Um, oh no, what do you call that? A rectangular <laughs> prism. A there box. you go. That's a what box. I'm talking about. But it okay. looks like it's kind of like in sort of like a little bit of like a glass casing, but it doesn't break when he like bends it. So it's kind of like plastic, but it's not really plastic. And then it starts to glow a little bit. And then he does the other one. He's like, oh, okay. So 
it's only like five foot radius of light, but he uh, hands it to someone that's up in the front, and then he hands it to someone in the back. So I don't know whoever whoever can't see in the front. Um, who's in the front? Uh, in the front right now is uh, Donnie. Yeah, Donnie would be the one in the front that can't see right now. Uh, Otherwise, Donnie. everyone else also can't see in the dark. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess give one to Donnie and one to, uh, I guess, who's in the back with me, I guess? Uh, that would be Grimsby. Grimsby. Okay, I'll give the other one to Grimsby. And then uh, first he gives it to Grimsby, and then he goes up to Donnie, and he gives his to Donnie. He's like, oh, my friend, I have... I have one more thing I want to give you. And then he pulls out this, uh, he's like, ah, after I met you the first time, I felt, felt like you needed something to really make people, you know, show them the real you, you know, not just judge you by the outside, but what's inside as well. Well, <laughs> uh, it might be really hard if they can't get close to you. So I invented this. And he pulls out uh, kind of like a little like hemp necklace. And then it looks like a little dangling it looks like a, uh, like a little dangling like leaf thing, and he puts it around Donnie's neck. Kind of looks like an air freshener, and he says, "I, I yeah, call it, <laughs> I call it new carriage smell." New carriage smell. Is this your thought magic? Yes, my friend. Take a big, big whiff. That's that's gonna help you get closer to people and, you know, get to understand them more. Donnie takes just like this huge breath and holds it for a second and then exhales. He's like, I, I think it's working. <laughs> it's amazing. And then he's going to like hold up the light box. All this with your thoughts? How do you yes. do this, little man? <laughs> what is it's this power? Science. Just hear like most of weird science music in the background. <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> I want this power. How may I have it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, with lots of studying and lots of sweat. So, Sherwin, can you tell me, like, specifically what you made? <laughs> so, um, I'm using, like, uh, magical tinkering. And so that gives me ability to make certain trinkets mm -hmm. that... Let's see here. So, magical oh, okay, yeah, five of tiny magic, non-magical object with tiny magical property of your choice. For example, five foot radius light. Okay, that's like I'm reading it now. So, and wait, then, what did you give Donnie? It's just like a stinky necklace. It <laughs> made him an air freshener that he can wear around his neck. <laughs> it actually kind of looks like a marijuana leaf, <laughs> okay, but great. it smells like new car smell. All right. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, what was I calling? Damn it, I had new names for everybody, but whatever. Uh, so, Big Ear, you think if I make many markings in a book like yours, then I'll be able to do this? Uh, it's a start. Will you teach me? Mm, tell you what, I can help you learn to read and write. Yes, and then I'll have the power that you have to, to throw fire. You'll be closer to it. Yes. All right. How do I get a book to study? <laughs> well, I guess we have to go find one. Right. Well, you lead the way, and I will follow my kin. 
Oh, thank you, my kin. Uh, Donnie's gonna, like, grab Sherwin and just, like, touch their heads together. <laughs> Sherwin gets a big rush of new car smell. <laughs> and also rotting flesh and poo. Yeah. <laughs> of course. What am I is cleaning up poo That's a, a couple a day ago or something. Were you drinking you the poo? After that. <laughs> I wasn't drinking the poo, but you know, I wasn't really <laughs> avoiding for me either. So. Uh, Raylan, can you roll the d20 for me? Certainly. Donnie's not breaking the head thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. When you're going to have to like, do a contest contested strength check to get away from Donnie's forehead, I guess. <laughs> Am I? Do I want to leave? Well, I mean, that's that's for you to decide. Straight up one, dog. Oh, all right. Um, okay, roll me a d4 now. Mm -hmm. Two. Okay, two is going to be this one. I close my nose. One, two. Okay, so um, you guys are going to wander for a bit, and uh, most of the time when you've been traveling... Uh, it's like I said, it's, it's outer darkness. Um, luckily, Sherwin has provided a couple of you with some forms of uh, lighting your immediate uh, space. But uh, as you continue down this current uh, chasm, uh, in the distance, uh, you can see this large opening. And the space you're walking through now is, well, it stretches out farther than your vision can confirm. So you don't know how wide it is or how tall it is, but in the distance, you can see a point where you assume that the tunnel that you're walking through, it comes down to a more narrow opening into a, a large um, cavern wall. And then from that opening, you can see light. Uh, the first time you've seen light since you've uh, left. And uh, it's not like natural light illuminating the whole entryway. It looks like, uh, just imagine like a, bag, a bad f uh, fog machine with fog rolling all over the floor, except that that fog is uh, illuminating the space above it. So this kind of misty fog, it's got different shades of green and purple and fuchsia, and it's just just ever so slightly lighting all the space above and around it at the entrance of this cave. Can I roll like arcane or something to see if we can recognize the nature of it? Sure, if uh, anybody that's um, proficient in Arcana can roll to try to confirm what it is. <laughs> Double fives. Um, I want to roll like a nature or something as well. With that's our good. powers combined, we sure. fail. Sure, try nature. <laughs> um, with Donnie's nature check, you can you can confirm that it's not natural. <clears throat> right. This uh, is some kind of unnatural mist. And then for the rest of the Arcana checks, um, I guess while, while you're sitting there looking through it, uh, trying to take a, a moment to, to look it over before approaching, um, you notice, you can at least you can see that the other uh, Underdark residents, they don't seem to be phased or surprised by what they're seeing, and they're just kind of moving forward as normal. But your Arcana roll, you're not really able to get much information at all. So I guess Donnie picking up on Jim Jam not being concerned is going to be like, you little coward. What is this mist? You said only people with proficiency, right? Yeah, that you would you would be have a chance to recognize what it is. 
if you're untrained, more than likely. Um, actually, sorry, if you have a proficiency in history too, I can let you check. That'd be a way to, to connect and figure out what this is. So you can roll history too. The kind of information oh, you get would be a little different. Then. Go for history. it then. All right. I mean, it's not like if you get it with one or the other, you get <laughs> an, an the answer. You get a different kind of answer. Okay. Boy, do you roll in history or anything? You got something to roll? I'm not, pro I'm not proficient in anything. I have pluses, but I'm not proficient in them. Okay. All right. So, Sherwin, um, you've read stories about the Underdark before, and uh, you would know that uh, through reading those stories that there is something um, in the Underdark called uh, Fair's Res. Fair's Res. Um, and it's essentially, it's like a, uh, it's to equate it in modern terms, it's like radiation in a way. Uh, not radiation in the sense that it's going to give you cancer if you stand in it too long, but it just kind of permeates throughout the Underdark, and there are patches of it in different areas, and uh, no one is really sure kind of the rhyme or reason of why it is where it is, um, but it's kind of a, a consistent feature in the Underdark. So you assume that, that it matches the description anyways that you would read in text, but you don't have a lot of information about the properties of it or things to be concerned about or anything like that i guess he I just uh, realized that to the others well it's just a natural phenomenon i do want to um as donnie want to ask sherwin not sherwin jim jam little coward you're not scared of this what is this oh it's a uh, fair's res it's kind of a, like a spooky smoke down here but uh yeah shouldn't be too concerned should be a it gives you guys a chance to be able to see where you're going for a bit. But, um, you know, sometimes, uh, and he kind of like looks around and like the other, or I guess just Pepito is only the one catching this conversation because <clears throat> no one else speaks common. But uh, I'll say, yeah, but sometimes I've heard that uh, people who uh, can uh, teleport, and he kind of looks around, like when he says the word, like he says it in a way that he's trying to confirm if everyone understands what he's saying. Teleport? Donnie, like, mouths it, like, teleport. He kind of, like, crunches down, like, you know how, like, Dana Carvey does, like, Ross Perot impressions? This is, like, a real stretch yeah. for a reference. But he, like, crunches down like that. He's like, teleportation. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, if you try to teleport in the Fair's Res, uh, it has a, has a way of kind of, like, blocking the direction that you're going. So you could end up going into a completely different place. So I don't know if you guys can do that. And he kind of looks over to Sherwin and to Raylan. But uh, yeah, be careful. All right. I know your nature, little coward, but I trust <laughs> your words. All right. Um, Jim Jam's no coward, but uh, I respect your opinion. And he, he actually uh, snaps off one of his um, tongues of madness and he offers it to you. Truce? Hmm? Same to I will accept this offering. If you aren't coward, then why did you not fight the Dark Ones earlier? Uh, he kind of like looks down at himself and kind of like offers up his arms for you to examine him. He's like, I'm not what you really call a fighter, uh, but I'm good at getting out of a jam. That's, That's why they I call me Jim Jam. My real name's Jim. Jim to get out of jams. <laughs> I will remember it. We are not kin, but I know your nature. He kind of leans in to try to put his forehead against yours like you did earlier. Uh, yeah, I back up. We are okay, not he's, kid. He stumbles a bit and catches himself. Oh, right. Okay. Well, cheers. And he takes another uh, nibble at the, uh, the the mushroom. Um, 
So yeah, that's yeah, where you're like at. Smell it and then put mm -hmm. it somewhere. I guess I don't have a sack or anything, right? So I'll jam it in my underwear. Still <laughs> okay. got that. We, that's what I was going to offer up. Your, your penis and sexual organs come out of your belly when necessary, right? I just throw her up in there. Okay. That's where I keep my coin. So, uh, when Sherwin was passing by, Raylan wanted to, like, uh, hold him up a second and, and ask him a question. Ask me a question. And he says he uh, leans down to the degree that it's possible in the dark where he's mostly blind and as they're continuing to walk. And he says, Spider-Eye, uh, you seem to have a way with devices and and shaping things and creating different effects. <sighs> Do you have a way of working with wood or whatever the equivalent of wood is down uh, here? I'm a professional wood carver, if that's what you're asking. Mm, great. Let's try to keep a lookout for, for, for some of this zerk wood. I make the finest toys! Could you... <laughs> Do you think you had any kind of just smiles at him and and gives this like uh, encouraging nod and is like I like to see those one day, but I'm more interested in seeing if we could create a. Oh, I don't know about anyone else here, but I need a focus for my for my magical abilities. I need a staff. Me too. Staff, you say? Well, problem is we need some materials. And, well, I can do my best for what I have, but, uh, ugh, it's pretty difficult without all of my gear. Okay, well, let's be on the lookout for substitutions and materials in that case. But if you need a toy soldier, <laughs> I can maybe fashion something you with what I have now. He starts looking around in his coat. And, uh, he just kind of, like, puts a, his gigantic hand on the smaller dude's shoulder and just says, uh, I'll, I'll let you know about that one. Thank you. Yeah, Sherwin kind of nods. He's like, oh, I got you covered, friend. As for staffs, get to me the wood. I'll see what I can do. Okay, so, uh, Raylan's gonna be, to the extent that anything is visible, maybe in this smoke stuff, there's a better chance. On the lookout for any kind of, like, big, uh, woody mushrooms or outgrowths or things that can be hacked apart and fashioned into equipment for him and Boyd. Okay. Um, whenever you're foraging, um, you'll see, like, Jim Jar and Bopito, they'll take notice of that comment and they'll, they'll let you know if they see, like, any, uh, places where there could be a possible outcrop of, um, Zerk wood. And the tools that like you don't have, you can in the same way. Like you can craft anything else. You can craft your tools or make makeshift tools too, um, if you need something like that. Yeah, I mean he can pretty much do whatever. But I'm trying to role play it a little bit more realistically for how I see him. <laughs> Just make him like Just a being... big wooden hand puppet or something. <laughs> Use that as his focus. Right. Like I, I feel like considering we're not like on a, I don't have like a workshop. We're just literally walking. And I'm just kind of doing stuff with my hands. I feel like it'd be kind of limiting about what I would be doing without like a full setup. Right. Because of the fairs res, uh, this cave um, is dimly lit. So um, everyone can see normally. Um, but uh, this is the first time since you traveled uh, or left that you found a cave that, well, it looks like this. So, I mean, it's, it's in a condition where 
uh, it's not just a straight corridor. Basically, you've been just like running down through tunnels and like tubes and chasms. And this is the first time where you've had a, a place that's looks like you could set up camp almost if you wanted to. Yeah, you can move around as you like inside the cave. But the cave itself, um, so the, the fair's res just penetrates. It's like about uh, five or six inches deep on the floor of the cave. So it's like you're walking through a fog machine, basically. Um, and uh, when you push your leg through it, you know, it kind of in turn um, forms itself around your leg. And um, if you were to like kick at it and try to lift it up in the air, it seems to somehow maintain its location on near the floor so if you run your hand through it maybe it wisps up just a little bit but then it pulls right back down to the floor as if there's some sort of kind of force just keeping it there but the cave itself um in terms of the walls and the structure um there's some a lot of stalactites and stalagmites scattered about um the uh anything that you see blocking your vision on the floor those are actually stalagmites and uh the cave itself is kind of littered with different fungi and whatnot, and uh, different mushrooms, similar to what you've seen so far. And uh, everyone's kind of rolling in and I'm, as I'm dropping in tokens for all the other NPCs. Could a stalactite or stalagmite be turned into a quarterstaff? Uh, it's made of stone, so no. Zerkwood could. That's the equivalent to wood down here. But we don't see any of that in this cave, right? Not in here, no. Um, the cave, you can see enough in the cave here. Like the, the ceiling here is not that tall. It's maybe like 20 feet or so. So it's a little bit, it's actually quite narrow um, height-wise compared to what you were walking through before. And uh, Grimsby, near the location where you're standing, <clears throat> you can make out a little engraving on the wall. And I can grab it. There we go. Looks like this. Looks like someone has taken like a, a blade or something and etched this into the cave wall. <laughs> but as you walk in, uh, all the NPCs, they kind of take a break and stop and kind of post themselves throughout the cave, uh, taking a rest. Can I do an arcana or a nature on this thing? Um, sure. Um, you can do arcana. Okay. Uh, the symbol itself you're not familiar with. Um, okay. It, uh, and just by observing it physically, um, you cannot pick up on any sense that it's magical in nature. Wait, I can't or I can? Can't. 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 Sarah is going to wander off here to the side <clears throat> by himself. Raylan is going to, like, stalk around the perimeter until he gets back to the, uh, place where they entered. Just, like, mm. walk the whole circuit. Okay, um, so Raylan, once you get, like, uh, about right here, uh, you also see, uh, this symbol etched into the wall. Okay, he's gonna try to check it out, too. Okay, are you just observing it, or are you gonna yeah, look I'm at it? To, okay. trying to get my damn roll going. It's like, uh, see if he recognizes it. Hmm. You do not recognize what it, it means specifically but um you the the shape and the way that it's carved it, it reminds you of something that you would associate with like almost like arcane runes um but not something that you would recall specifically of meaning anything but um just the way that it's it's written and um 
the way it was maintained. I guess it's not just like haphazardly caved and carved into the wall. It looks like someone took time to mm-hmm. intentional. Yeah. Okay, so he uh, he kind of thinks it's like something he he knows what it's about, but it's like a language that he doesn't know or something. Hmm. Exactly. Okay. He's gonna keep walking the circuit, seeing if there's any more of those or anything different. Yeah, if you were to, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, Jamie, the tokens, like, I don't know if there's, like, a lot of people in Roll20 right now, but at first mine was laggy, too, and now it's not, I don't know, for some of them. Let's see, let me look at my settings real quick. Yeah, so when you walk around the cave wall rail, and you can find that same symbol at about four different points total. The first one that Grimsby saw at the east side, one at the north, one at the east, and one at the south. Uh, here we go, I think, let's see. Uh, now try moving your token, Boyd. This might help. Now it's smooth. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that helps me too. <clears throat> is that that new light setting that they just put out? Uh, no, the dynamic lighting is still on. It's the advanced fog of war. Sometimes if you have too many tokens that have vision with fog of war and advanced lighting on at the same time, they get kind of laggy. So you gotta like make sure that you keep the map sizes small too. And I think this is one of the bigger ones in terms of uh, pixels. But yeah, you find all those on there. Uh, you find those same symbols kind of just scattered about. And then the two passages to the northeast and south, pretty much. Yeah. A narrower passage to the northeast and then one to the southeast. Okay. Uh, Raylan wants to catch up with Shushar also. Okay. So Shushar has kind of posted himself by a stalagmite um, sitting next to uh, Prince Derendal. And uh, I forget, is there any way I can talk to him? Um, you could have Bopito or somebody translate. Yeah, so he would uh, he would make like almost small talk with Bopito, and then as if he's um, as if he's thinking about it in that moment, ask him like, "Oh, hey, can you uh, help me talk to Shushar for a second? Go ahead. And he uh, kind of nods at Shushar and asks. So this this city we're heading to, uh, where your people live, or maybe I guess any any city down here, and uh, he kind of just pauses and is like searching for a way to ask this question. He's like, "Is there any comfortable or at least less dangerous place for someone from the surface to just exist and live a life down here?" No, there is not many uh, sanctuaries for surfacers down here. <laughs> Can you try that again? There is not much space for sanctuary in the Underdark for surfacers. And he kind of uh, nods, suspecting that this might have been the case. In fact, I would venture it that even most of my kin would normally find you as acceptable forced labor uh, rather than guests. But uh, I will make sure that uh, we have a normal, pleasant welcome in Slupador. And he kind of uh, nods and reaches out to like uh, to like touch his arm as a gesture of thanks. And he, he asks, "Can you tell me about? Um, well, I guess the your title or the part of your name, the Awakened, does that have something to do with your the kind of status that you're what you're talking about here?" Um, so when you touch his arm, your hand <clears throat> slides off uh, quickly in the sense that it's your hand is now covered in slime. So, uh, he's very slippery. So you go to grab his shoulder and you just kind of slides right down his arm. 
And, uh, right. Uh, Raylan's just going to not sell it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were to take a whiff, uh, it would smell pretty putrid. So he'll continue about your question about his name. Um, uh, yes, I call myself the Awakened because I have, uh, unlike most of my kin, I have decided to throw away the chains and uh, restraints of religion and find my own path. I am awakened in the sense that I no longer need a god to justify my existence. I'm railing, uh, just seems to really be seriously considering this and understanding that this fish dude is like a, a complicated guy with like his own history. Like he's just recognizing him kind of like as a person for the first time, really. And he's like, well, I can't wait to learn more about your city and and your people and thank you for your your help in getting us this far so it's he, he tries to say all these profound things but physically when you're talking to him it looks like you're just talking to a giant fish head with eyes that are just <laughs> pointing in two different directions <laughs> right <laughs> his head jerks back and forth um but he will uh yes i am excited to introduce you to my city but uh I must warn you, you will find that most of my kin are, uh, they have, they continue to have, uh, no direction. They have lost their way in a sense, and they can be unpredictable. Well, I appreciate the warning, and we'll all bear that in mind. Thank you. And he kind of, uh, he thinks about reaching out to him again, but instead just kind of like, uh, moves on and wanders around a little more. So... As everyone's kind of like, if you want some, I don't know if mechanically there's no really need to do it right now because I don't think anybody has any ex- expended spell slots or anything like that. But if you want to take a rest here or a short rest, you can. Um, uh, I up do. To you. you do? Okay. Now, a druid can only reset skills, can only reset, um, can change their magic only after a long rest, right? Yeah. Okay. So is that what you guys want to do? Do you want to take a long rest? No, I just want to take a short rest. How long have we been going for? Um, at this point, it's almost been a full day's worth of travel. So you're you're yeah, due for a long rest. Um, but if you want to continue, um, you can. Yeah, I guess we would probably like um, pull everybody, and assuming everyone's kind of weary, like set up guard rotations for the three entries, and then do like a long rest deal. Hey guys, come on in. Everybody, put you up here next to stool. We need to have a talk. Pow wow, pow wow. If he could talk. <laughs> oh, that's right. You want him to poof. Is that what you're Yes, yeah, so I want him to poof on everybody. <laughs> Alright. Grimsby, are you gonna get poofed? Sure. Donnie? Sorry. Alright. So I will Grimsby. listen to Boyd as he is So once everyone gets close enough, um uh stool gives himself a little jiggle and poof spores fly up in the air. And everyone breathes them in. Jim Jam really seems to be into this. Um, he's huffing. And uh, yeah, now you guys can all communicate telepathically with no boundaries minutes, of language. Right? Yep. All right, what's the plan, boys? Donnie's going to like... There's So there's like a, a cloud or is it like powder? Yeah, it's like, like a, a... Yeah, a cloud of spores shoots out of the top of the toadstool of a uh, stool. Donnie wants to... He's going to like taste it. How is it tasting? Um, tastes like, uh, paprika. Paprika. All right. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) 
paprika. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that shit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's that's the thought that Donnie has. This tastes like shit. Donnie, don't eat it. Just breathe it in. Prince Darendel will, will turn to uh. It still boy. tastes like shit. <laughs> so, my dear half man, what what is the arrangement for this night? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. I figure we should talk. Tushar and Sarah know this probably better than most of us. I'll turn and everyone will kind of turn to, to Sarah. And Sarah will kind of just like shrug. Um, yeah, I guess we'll... Are we are we resting here, I guess? then. Uh, yeah, I just want, I, we're just going to set up a camp here. But we want to know, like, uh, you know, you were a guard. You have the experience of, of setting us up here for, like, protection. Right. Uh, well, for the most part, things down here don't tend to sleep or everything's in a different cycle. So someone needs to be awake at all times. I don't know. I'd say uh, split it 50-50, half awake, half asleep, something like that. And how many entrances we got to cover here? Three? I see three, yeah. All right. So for awake people, we just post two and two and two at each side. Yeah, stool. I don't, I don't think stool. Stool, you don't sleep, do you? <laughs> Hold on. I can't remember which way for that plant is still living in the sun. <laughs> sleep? No. Great. Snow goes up close to you. And I pat him on his head, on his top. <laughs> they don't sleep. They like meditate, basically. Okay. A form of sleep. Yeah, he can't defend anything anyway, so. No. He doesn't need to take part. So yeah, we'll just do two, two, and two, and two. Alright, which two? That's eight. Who's up first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, Donnie, who do you consider kin out of these NPCs? What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> out of these, I do not know them. I do not trust them. Boyd, you are kin, and so is little Big Ears. And he just like looks at Raylan, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> is Raylan on Donnie's bed list now? But we should probably partner up one person that we trust and one of our fellow prisoners. prisoners. We are all free now. I'll take a watch with the one they call Jim Jam, as he is good at getting out of gyms and into jams. <laughs> 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 all right. So, Jim Jam and Donnie, Jim Jam walk over here. Who else will take watches? I'll take a watch with uh, Sarath. That is good. I trust you to watch. All right. So, Sarath will watch Boyd. This is the last one. Oh, I'll watch too. I got to work on some of my inventions. So, I'll be awake. This is not right. so good. <laughs> and, there will uh, be no one left to trust for the second watch. <laughs> so he's lumping Grimsby in with that too. <laughs> I guess so. And uh, Raylan kind of just like gives a look at Donnie and takes a step towards uh, the group of uh, other prisoners and suggests uh, mm, Prince Darendil, why don't you take watch with Sherwin? It would be my pleasure. Uh, and then, uh, he kind of moves off to 
a little corner where he can be by himself to like rest. Okay. So Sherwin, I guess, and Prince Darendale will move closer to this side. They're going to be down here. Sure. Oh, yeah, go ahead and place yourself wherever you want to be. Sh sure is Sherwin. And the rest of them are going to stay here. And I guess go ahead and put yourselves wherever you want to be while you're resting. Or I'm watching. All right. And uh, Boyd, roll me a d20. Can I, do I have time to talk to them real quick? Sure, go for it. So I want to talk to them about my dream, being that, you know, they're both trying to go to that uh, Neverlight Ranch, what's it called? <laughs> Neverlight Grove, yeah. Yeah, Neverlight Grove. The Burger King Chicken Cheddar Ranch, or whatever it's called. Bacon Cheddar Ranch. <laughs> Who's playing with cowbells? I think that that's probably a highball class with ice in it. It's a giant <laughs> goblet full of iced tea mixed mm. with bourbon. Just imagine Donnie with his legs close. crossed, goblet in his hand. Oh, that's not. That's on. Is it? It's not me, man. I'm drinking beer. Jordan. Guilty. <laughs> All right. So, what are you asking them about your dream? I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask them if they know about it. If they know about this uh, fungus woman reaching to me. Um, so, similar uh, to the first time that um, you mentioned something that Stool didn't quite understand, and he kind of did a thing where there was like a, I felt like finger is going through the Rolodex of your mind, basically. So that happens again. And uh, you can, you notice that Sarah, you, you don't feel him browsing your mind. Either he can't do it or he's not interested. You can't tell which. Uh, but Stool does the same thing where he kind of like, he goes to that point in your mind where you had that memory and he like he like pulls out the file kind of and he's kind of looking at it um and uh you can see uh stole he like uh after a couple seconds he gets all jittery and he's like uh, <laughs> do i like to play minecraft what it's a it's a cool voice, but a pretty rough one to understand. <laughs> Never let it grow. <laughs> no, yeah. So he said, um, no, he said, uh, yeah. Never let grow was like you've been you, there. Yeah, essentially, he's saying that the images in your mind uh, look like it's never let grow. Are you saying these aren't dreams? These aren't these are real memories? You think? Uh, I don't know, but it, it looks like it looks like my home. But I, hmm. I don't recognize the woman. Sarah, what you know about a mushroom woman? I don't fucking know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> whatever. How's he looking? Would be. Like his rashes and shit on his face. Uh, right now it doesn't look much different than what it did before. It doesn't look like they've gotten worse or intensified. But um, I'm gonna mention it again. You still got them rashes up on your head there. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay. I got uh, a, a bug or something. And he kind of scratches at it and just tries to dismiss what you're saying. How long How long did you have that? I don't know. Uh, a couple weeks. How long were you in that cell? Uh, in the cell? Maybe How uh, long have you been a prisoner? A week, but I've been at the outpost for a long time. Hmm. Sounds like Sherwin needs to start inventing some face masks. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So I need to roll you the d20. Yeah. Not 20, baby. All right. Which so. Is terrible. 
Mm-hmm. Random encounters, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so everyone uh, takes their rest. Um, well, the ones that are not on watch are, are resting, and the rest of you are on watch. If we had, if we had resty stuff that we wanted to sure, try what to do, 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 should we do that now? Yeah, go for it. What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, I guess I wanted to try to, like, with whatever limited access to gear and stuff that he had, do some kind of, like, ritual invocation thing to just try okay. to communicate the fact that those demons are down here to his patron or at least to uh, messengers that he deals with. All right. So while you're doing this, I'll say this is early on in your rest, you'll notice... Um, actually, what's your passive investigation? Not very high. Ten. All right. Yeah. Um, the normal process that you normally do, it doesn't seem to work. Uh, you can feel yourself trying to transmit or reach out, um, to your patron, but it seems like there's something here, uh, inside this cave that's blocking that, and it gets cut off. <coughs> And he kind of uh, is, uh, presses down a little bit of stress and then uh, kind of runs his hand leaning down through the smoke and then kind of looks at that symbol again. Can you show the symbol one more time? Uh, sure. And uh, he sort of just like gives up at that point and takes his rest. If you like roll investigation, I can give you a chance to figure out what it is. Okay. I have a feeling it's one of those two things. Bang. <laughs> um, you think it's something tied to the fair's res, to that fog that's in the cave. You know that okay. uh, Jim Jam said something earlier about not being able to teleport. Um, so maybe something dealing, it, it's blocks or prevents things from being transmitted magically or scrying, for example, could be difficult in here. Okay, so he uh, kind of shrugs like, well, it was worth a shot, and then settles in for the rest. All right. So for the most part, throughout the rest, nothing crazy happens. And let's see. Uh, that's why. Here we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me roll something here. Seven. It's everybody's passive. Mm. <clears throat> so, Donnie, uh, during your watch, um, Jimbar, yeah, he's kind of sitting there, like on his butt, got his legs crossed, and he's kind of just peering out into the darkness, kind of, I don't know, filing his fingernails with an imaginary file, kind of like you know, that kind of demeanor. And behind Jimjar, you can see very faintly in the ground um, it looks like the dust or the dirt on the cave floor is being spread out one step after the another and you see these large footprints kind of just slowly creep towards Jim Jar as he sits there just kind of minding his business hey, so uh, so there's like something something creating footprints Jim. yeah but, but I can't, can't see anything I can just see footprints coming yeah all right. Uh, I'm going to 
attempt to stealthily poke Jim Jar and like nod in the direction of the footprints. Um, so he kind of raises his head up and he turns around and he attempts to peer behind himself and uh, he just kind of shrugs and he's like, eh, what's the problem? Something, something I cannot see approaches. And uh, after you mention that, you can see um, Jim Jar has like these really long kind of faint ear hairs coming out of his ear canals. And uh, you can see them kind of like blow, like there's like a draft almost. And then uh, Jim Jar kind of, you can see like he can now feel something on his neck like wind. And he turns around and uh, you can see his shirt just kind of crumple like he's being grabbed. And then as soon as he's being grabbed, uh, you see a large, 10-foot-tall, huge, burly shoulders and arms. Uh, What I can only equate to is a giant gorilla-like creature. All right. I'm just going to scream danger, like, as loud as I possibly can. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you scream danger, and uh, he's going to get a surprise attack on Jim Jam. But other than that, let's go ahead and roll initiative. <clears throat> Fee, fi, fo, fum. Where the fuck you come from? You didn't say they were gigantic footprints. I said they were large. <laughs> the, the size of a, I don't know. How, what size shoe would that be? A 20-inch shoe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get advanced initiative, apparently, with Unearth Arcana Ranger. So that's why I took two. Everybody or just people on watch initiative? Jeremy, you letting him use the fucking unearthed Arcana Ranger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You dick. What? <laughs> you didn't let me use it for um the other dude. Okay, and Murphy. Stink butt. I changed my mind? I don't know. I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah, whatever. You're still a dick. I put Just it in the character happy. guide. Be happy you convinced him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't convince shit, dude. <laughs> I played with shitty stats. Dude, he sucked what? his dick. Let it go. Um, what is <laughs> what's giving you the I forget what that's called natural explorer is that what it is the advantage uh, on initiative yeah in the wilds right I also ignore difficult terrain and on my first turn during combat I have advantage on attack rolls oh against yep. fucking amazing isn't it alright <laughs> let's see let me um if you don't mind for simplicity's sake I'm just gonna put all of the uh, NPCs on the same turn Oh, we mind. Okay, good. Okay, there we go. Represented by Pepito. All right, cool. Can so, you give me a turn in there too, so I can add my number because I didn't click myself. God damn it! Yeah, I gotta make it difficult on you. There you go. Add to turn. What was your roll? I got it. Okay. Oh, there's an old void in there too. Okay, there you go. All right, and there's all these. Uh, I, all right. I gotta remember to like to clear this turn order thing out. There's a bunch of drow in here. Let's be Jewel twenty one. All right, I think we're fine now. All right, cool. So Grimsby, uh, before you go, this guy is gonna get a uh, surprise round on his attack here. Uh, he's going to use the old fist attack. There's the first one, and he gets multi attack. Oh Jesus. Watch out. <laughs> so, gonna destroy his butt. He had advantage, <laughs> so he got two 20s. 
Um, Did he so, jam it or jam it up there? Let's <laughs> jam it, jam it down. It's gonna jab his, jam his head into his neck cavity. Uh, so you see the fist. He gets grabbed by the shoulder, and these two huge monkey arms just come slamming down on top of Jim Jar as he's just sitting there, and he just gets smashed into the dirt. And you can hear this thing kind of growl out. Ferocious gorilla. And uh, just beating down on Jim Jam. And now we'll go to... Actually, I gotta roll this guy's initiative, too. Okay. It's, uh, it looks like it's Sherwin's turn. Or no, sorry, Grimsby's turn. You're first. Go ahead, Grims. So he got a surprise roll. Does that mean that he's already acted? So I don't get... Uh, I, I don't get advantage because no, he's acted? Get, you'll get it on your turn. Go ahead. Okay. So you're on your first turn, right? So, go for it. This is your first yeah. turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to move down two, and I'm going to attack with my my uh, cross dong bow dinger. Why not? Because I get a plus two bonus to attack rolls with ranged weapon. Cool. And then advantage, right? Yep. Advantage. Go ahead. Okay. So give me Do a I hit. Hmm? Uh, oh, okay, 13. No. So in the midst of his flailing, the bolt just flies and bounces off the wall. And it kind of turns and looks to you. <laughs> Guess that's it for me. All right. Sherwin, it's your turn. All right, so Sherwin. Sherwin's kind of just, uh, you know, working at his stuff. You know, making those, like, similar, those, like, cylinders you guys recognize him using before. Uh, and he looks up and he... <laughs> He says, Oh, hi, Karumba! And uh, he uh, notices the hulking brute the other end, and he's, as he, like, kind of, like, gets startled and stands up, like, little random, like, cogs and trinkets, like, fall out of his coat. And he's like, uh, and he starts, like, looking around, and uh, he, uh, he grabs one of his, uh, his, one of his, like, little pipes or whatever, and he takes the stone and he just scrapes it along the side and points at the, points at the uh, gorilla thing and he says Huzzah! and uh, he attacks with his firebolt attack on the big gorilla thing alright let's see yeah <laughs> whoa alright cool so uh, only one damage <laughs> <laughs> did, this, did this not happen like in the very first game like a hundred times <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, right. I guess he's running towards uh, me. Oh, yeah, sorry, he's, uh, well, actually, I don't know if he doesn't have his stuff, so he's probably not overweight then. Um, oh, 25, right? Uh, 25. So he goes to here, and that's his turn. Okay, so it's the first time this has happened. So, um, first, uh, you shoot off your firebolt as normal, and it flies mm. through the air. And first, it singes a little spot on the uh, gorilla, but uh, you notice that it your damage wasn't as impactful as it normally is on other creatures. Um, this is the first thing you notice about the fire damage on this guy. Uh, the second thing is, though, once you shot off your firebolt, you notice that the fares res, that fog at the bottom of the floor, it kind of it lifted up in the air and kind of contacted your firebolt as it flew, and it kind of interacted with it in some way and uh, I need you to roll a 1d100 this will be fun all right <laughs> 76 
A 76 gets you. Sudden <laughs> intense groin pain. Uh, so you notice that Sherwin, everyone in the, the cavern notices Sherwin shoot off his firebolt as normal, and then suddenly, like a uh, like a nuclear light bulb, uh, Sherwin starts to glow this bright light, um, and a 30 foot radius all coming out of uh, Sherwin. Just this blinding light. And uh, I, I have ascended to a, a level beyond Super Saiyan. <laughs> a wild magic motherfucker. <laughs> it is wild magic. God damn it. So, True. I mean, I mean, am I a god now? Is that what it is? <laughs> sure. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Run up to the gorilla and find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anybody... <laughs> Anyways, this light is, is blinding hot white. Um, and anyone... I'm just going to read it out so it's not confusing, confusion later, but any creature that ends its turn um, within five feet of Sherwin is blinded until the end of his next turn. So but he lights the whole cave. Well, you're going to. It <laughs> happens. Um, you can tell by looking at him, like, it's super hot white. Alright, so... You can assume that you get too close, you're going to blind your eyes. You don't have to, like, stand right next to the sun to know that it will blind you if you look at it or get too close to it. Does, uh, does it seem to affect the gorilla at all, the blinding light? Yeah, I mean, he notices that it's super hot white. And you notice that uh, all the Underdark residents, they really uh, seem to be the most affected by this. Sarath included. The light hits them especially hard. Alright, so Sherwin's turns up. Bapito's turn. So the NPCs will act now. Um, and since uh, they none of them have weapons except for Seraph and Bapito. They're the only ones that got weapons. You didn't have enough to distribute to the rest of them. <laughs> so they're all kind of in panic. Um, and I say, who did I give Bapito to? I think I give, yeah, Bapito and to Raylan. Is there anything you want Bapita to do specifically, or do you want me to act on them? That's right. Uh, does Bupito have a weapon? Nope. So who has the weapons? Sarath and Jim Jam. Oh, you said Bupito before. Uh, Whoops. So, uh, no, he's actually gonna back off to the other side of the column that he's standing by. Okay. So, Topsy and Turvy. Um, I think I assigned Topsy and Turvy which I don't think anyone has asked their names yet, but that's their names. That's the names of the twins. <laughs> uh, I assigned them to... Grimm's, yeah. What do you want them to do? Uh, do they have any abilities at all? Magic not, or anything? Not that you know of, specifically. You'd have to ask them. Right now, imagine like you're just like a commander. You're just giving them orders. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask them then. You guys, what can you do? And, uh... You see Topsy, she just turns to you, and she's like, uh, I, I don't have any weapons. What, what, what do you want me to do? What about the other one? He just goes, ah, ah, ah. He doesn't talk. He's a mute. Oh, he's a mute. That's right. I forgot. For now, uh, just get out they, of the way. They do have... They, they, she will tell you, it's like, I got some spells. She'll mention. Okay. So, all right. So, what's, what spells can you do? Uh, so, there's what not a, like, a whole lot of time to go through her spells, her capable spells in the six seconds of her turn. So, uh, if you want her to cast something, just tell her and she'll, she'll 
use her judgment to cast something. Okay. Uh, that's is that topsy or turvy? Which one is which? Turvy. Turvy's the girl. It's turvy. Okay, Turvy, if you can, cast something that will hurt that thing. Um, so she kind of like just shrugs and uh, she will cast blindness. Oh, that'll work. Um, and uh, I guess the con save, which it's really fucking good. <laughs> 21. So uh, she throws out some magical do-goodness tries to blind a black orb just like appears in front of his face and then she's going to also trigger wild magic and when she does 75 the exact same one are you sitting me <laughs> she also I had 76 out. though yeah it's 75 through 76 is the same number <laughs> so your super saiyan you just calls like reaction more super saiyans yeah she just looks at her hands and she's like what the fuck and all of a sudden she just lights up like a christmas tree and uh, her twin brother is really going to be fucked. <laughs> um, so he's blinded immediately. Got a regular little Helen Keller over here. Yeah. And uh, this will be his blind marker. And he just grabs his eyes. And he's going to cast a spell on himself also. He's going to cast uh, Blur. And uh, yeah, you just see him. His form, he just like takes multiple... Looks like, you know, you're looking through a hot mist or something. And with them kind of like just casting spells, or at least the, the two twins, you may think they're not 100% of aware the what casting in the Fairy's Res does. Uh, he rolled a 90? 90, 90 is... <laughs> Alright. So he, he blurred himself, and then immediately after that, he just went invisible. Womp. So, Shushar. Um... Which was played by Donnie. What do you want Shushar to do, Donnie? If anything. I have him on my list. Do you? Who wanted him? Let's just go with that then. I don't I might have, put that in. I have two. So uh, I have Jim Jar as well. But I can play him. Alright, go ahead. Uh he is this purple fishy dude, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> kinda looks like a cat too. Does. He's catfish. Ah, he doesn't fight, right? When I when I was talking to him. Mm. So whenever you give him orders, it'll be interesting Calm to see what he actually peaceful. does. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So I'm supposed like as Donnie, I give him orders, or like with the. Well, in this case, I mean, uh, you can just tell me what you would want him to do. Uh, so I'm assuming he doesn't have his net or spear. No, so... he doesn't have anything. Mm, he was talking to Boyd earlier, right? So I think he'll probably just go up. It is and kind of chill. He'll go where? Sorry, cut out. I think he'll go over to Boyd because he okay. seems to have made some type of friendship with him. And... No, I think he was closer to Raylan. Yeah, he was talking to Raylan, Raylan actually. Oh, okay. Then yeah, no, he'll Raylan. hide behind. He'll hide behind this pillar, somewhere close to Raylan. Okay. That's he calmly fitting to his peaceful nature. Too many, too many screens. Can't get to the click thing. There we go. Cool. All right. Um, next is Bupito. Raylan, you have Bupito. I already moved him behind the thing. Oh, that's right. Shit, my bad. Whoops. Did and I get skipped or something? Sarah. Uh, no, you're not in turn order yet. I don't think, right? Yeah, you're not you're there pretty yet. Pretty far down. You're pretty far down. Okay. 
Um, so Sarath and Stool. Um, Sarath was. Stool staying with me. Sarath goes to me too. Okay, cool. So yeah. I'm gonna tell Sarath to attack. Okay. So Sarath will just with a ranged nod. weapon. What does he have? He has a hand crossbow and a short sword. Perfect. Perfect. I'm gonna range attack. All right. So he's gonna move over here and shoot his ranged crossbow. Boom! Shakalaka. And he got a hit. Seven piercing. So, for the first time, you see uh, blood on this thing. As, uh, Way to go, He's the best around. Where's Sarah standing? He's behind oh, us. The lag might. Yep. And this guy's gonna make another con save. Uh, con saves in here. And he failed. He failed. All right. So he's poisoned. Ha ha. All right. Next is. The last NPC, which is the Quagoth, Prince Darendel. He's gonna... Where's he? He's down below by Sherwin. You probably can't okay. see him. Um, hmm. Which way is the monster facing? Uh, he's facing towards uh, Jim Jam and Donnie right now. He's gonna get away from Sherwin towards the right side of the map. Okay. Fight on, brave warriors! And uh, he'll shout out an elven. And next is. Oops. We got Sherwin in there twice. Raylan, your turn. Um, did Boyd and Donnie go? It nope. hasn't been their turn yet. They should go before me because I have a four. Ah, uh, your old one's still in here. Okay, then. I'll delete that. There's a 16 in there. Um. So in that case, then, it's the gorilla's turn. What the fuck, man? Alright. What? It's, it's fucking turn order, dude. <laughs> Alright, who, who took Jim Jar's turn? As, cause I have him on my sheet as, like, I should be controlling him. He but he already took a turn. the dirt, I think. He didn't take a turn yet, though? Oh, my bad. Sorry, I forgot about him. Yeah, go ahead. What do you want Jim Jam to do? Um, He's pretty bloodied and bruised, but he's not dead. Seems to be. Alright. He's gonna take the disengage action and try to get behind this pillar over here and hide. Okay, which pillar? That one. Oh, there you go, cool. All right, so he scurries off to the side and now it's the gorilla's turn. Oh wait, he can, hold up, he can stab and then do that because he can take it as a bonus, right? The cunning shit. So he's gonna stab at the dude and then do that. Okay. Uh, so where is that? Hold on, do we know that he's like a thief or something? Yeah, I, I have his sheet. Oh, are there other sheets that we should have? You, you can see the sheets of the ones that are assigned thing. to you. Yeah. What? Who, who do I control? Uh, you want to control the fish man? <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> oh, he makes two melee, melee attacks. All right. So, but he doesn't have a weapon, does he? Uh, he has a short sword. All right. Let's see he and Sarah works. are the only ones that got a weapon. Did that happen? It happened. <laughs> Looks like Donnie did it, but yeah. Um, so 16, it, it hits. He gets two weapon attacks, and then as the bonus action, he can run away and hide, right? Yeah, cunning action, disengage. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do all of that. So 16 and 19. Okay, damage then. Um, both hit. How would, I, how would I do that? Just click the word short sword on both of them. There you go. Nice. So right. 12 total. Hmm. Boom. Fucking surprise me, you motherfucker. 
Alright. Alright. Now it's the gorilla's turn. And Donnie's just like, oh fuck. <laughs> I knew I couldn't trust you. So the gorilla. Um I say gorilla, but you can as he looks, he looks not like a natural gorilla at all. And yeah. uh how many we got here? Five total party members plus eight, so thirteen. Eleven. Who's number eleven? None of you guys, because you're one through five. What the fuck is a D13? Uh, you can make it any number. <laughs> <laughs> this is <just> random. <laughs> um, so he's going to turn to the twins. And in his chaotic rage, he's going to move over. You can get an attack of op. Opportunity attack there, Don. Right. Uh, well, it's actually Donnie. To... Donnie D. Yep, that works out. It was Don the Dragon Wilson, right? There we go. <clears throat> would a nine do it? A nine would not. All right. Um, but actually, no, you're good. You're going to get advantage on it because he's going to reckless this turn. The start of his turn, right. he chooses to reckless. So you will hit. So go ahead. Eight. Yep. Get him right in the hamstring. It's like, ah. He's so not he's blind, right? Because he doesn't start his turn there, right? Right. Um, and then he is going to, in a furious rage, just run, you know, on all fours as gorillas do, trampling over, and he's going to slam into, let's see, his fist and bite, and she is gonna get wrecked, probably. <laughs> yeah, all those hit. Dong. Dong. Oof. 20 total so he like pushes punches his fist into her and pins her down on the ground and then just then leans over and bites into her and she is out she's a heap on the ground donnie it's your turn is she in like death save now or is she she ain't moving skip me again <laughs> i guess how did i skip you i'm six donnie's yeah, five yeah donnie's nine four no, Donnie has a five. What God the fuck are you looking at? The I'm old, I think, it must have like old torn, torn oral stuff from the last combat in there. Okay, so boy, it's your turn. You don't see that My shit. My bad, because you're not in GM. You only see your own. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, she's okay. in death saves. Go ahead. Alright, so I am going to come up to about... Oh, should be fine. Yeah. I'm gonna cast Chill Touch. Okay. It'll work. It misses. It misses. And as a bonus action, I am going to. Well, on your Chill Touch uh, spell, go ahead and roll me a D100. Oh, fuck. That's right. Good times. 56. Your hair falls out. All of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my lovely hair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Does the spell still happen? The spell goes off. Yeah, this is just an additional effect. <laughs> and I'm gonna cast healing word on our girl over there. All right. He just roll. looks like a. So like I'm gonna a roll again. Then, like I always do. Like I really do. <laughs> so she's six. I guess seven was the first one. I don't know why I rolled two. Uh, so was a, that chill touch? Was that a cantrip? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Oh, okay, cool. All right. 
Um, I gotta roll D hundred again. Yep. For this. See if I can combust myself. Oh, your hair grows back. Boom. Ninety eight. That's a big number. Ninety eight is. Get the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> you are surrounded by faint ethereal music for the next minute. <laughs> so you just hear these chimes start to appear <laughs> throughout the cavern. As I got my own soundtrack. There's a bald halfling. It's just. <laughs> Alright, um, so she healed for seven. Okay, cool. So her eyes pop back open. Then right. my turn. Alright. Now, for the third time of me trying to give Donnie his turn, here's your turn. Alright. Um, so the gorilla is currently not facing me. That person's incapacitated, but hmm. this thing's fucking huge, right? Yeah, it's about ten feet tall. Does it look like it, it's bleeding? How's yeah, it looking? Uh, it looks like it's bloodied pretty well. Um, All right. A lot of your hits have hit landed so far. Jumping in. Yeah, Donnie would think uh, now would be a time to finish the prey off at this at his current Hell condition. Yeah. You got him on the ropes, me. Yep. Cool. How's the twenty-two do? It works. All right. Um, we'll do that, and then I'm gonna bite with my bonus at bonus action. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'll do damage for both of those. So nine damage total. All right. And then I'm going to. Um... Damn it! What is that shit where I get another? Uh, uh, action surge. Yes, I'm gonna action surge. Finish this motherfucker off. Damn. Uh, short right. sword hits. Bite does not. I got too excited. <laughs> Five damage. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, so you're biting and stabbing and gnawing on it and tearing off pieces of its red fur. I just, I just like jump on its back. Can we say that? I'm just like mm -hmm. fucking going crazy. I just, well, like, that's an actual action, but yeah, let's say thematically uh, okay. sure. You jump on its back and are stabbing and biting at him, and you jump off when you're Sounds done attacking. Sounds good. All right. And, uh. All right. Yeah, this one's hurting. Raylan. Stay there. Is the monster still standing? He is still standing. <clears> hmm. <throat> If I go next to the gnome, is that flanking with Donnie? Um, next to the gnome? Yeah, you would. Yeah, right beside her. That'd be flanking. So you get plus one on your attack. Okay, so he's gonna think about blasting with a spell from there. But after, especially after seeing Boyd's hair pop off of his head, he reconsiders. Uh, yeah, flanking would be here. You have to be directly opposite. Oh, do I have enough movement to get there? Where'd you start from? I think here. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, 20. you get yeah, there. Yeah, I could get there. Okay, so he'll uh, kind of dodge around and take a big step over the gnome who's just coming back from getting blasted. And uh, he has out his shitty dagger from the drow equipment as well as a rusty bar. So he takes his first shot with the dagger. Miss. Big mess. Okay, and then uh, kind of rears back and takes a wild swing with this improvised club. Hits. That will actually be two damage, not five. All right. Ooh. So he just uh, whacks it. <laughs> Bad monkey. <laughs> Don't. All right. You smack it on the toe. <laughs> um. All right. Is that your turn? Yep. Grimsby. Grimsby's pretty tired of all these motherfucking monkeys in this motherfucking cave. 
So he's going to back up and he's going to take another shot at his dong with his cross dong bowdinger. That hits. Takes five. All right. <clears throat> oh, just dropping right into the same spot that um, Sarah hit him earlier. That is my turn, I believe. All right. And Sherwin, your turn. Sherwin's looking at his, at his hands and they're glowing. Looks around and he starts to feel like, you know, he's transcended to something beyond reality. And he kind of feels like he's got this new understanding of the world. And he, he, try, he thinks that he's, he's somehow like transcended. And then so he's just like a smirk on his face. He's like, I don't understand, but I know what I must do. And he just, uh, he holds out his hand and thinking like it's going to shoot something out. Um, but nothing happens. And he goes, oh, <laughs> silly me. And he uh, pulls out <laughs> another, another rod and he's like, huzzah! And he, he, uh, he strikes it with the flint and shoots it at the uh, big gorilla thing. All right. Let's see if this one goes better than the last one. More damage, but no hit. Uh, <laughs> give me a D100 roll. <laughs> 55. No 55 hair. is... <laughs> uh, your hair falls out. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> you guys keep rolling the same like range of numbers. <laughs> 55 and 56 are the same result. At least they're going to have a support group. Yeah. He's like Super Saiyan Nappa. And these two hairless. I'm sure like Sherwin looks way worse hairless than Boyd does. <laughs> Do I like look like a Yeah. It says all of your hair falls out. It doesn't just say your head oh, hair. My pubes, oh man. <laughs> is, there, is there more hair coming out of your pant leg than there is off the top of your head? My toes, my toes. Oh yeah. Sherwin right. says, oh my god, my hair! <laughs> what have you done? Alright, it's the NPC's turns. Um, so we'll start with Bupito. Just everyone staying guarded, I guess. Yeah, Bupito's even going to move back a few squares after the orangutan guy charges. So maybe oh. he's going to go over next to the stool. He will move up next to the stool and then... Uh, no, yeah. behind the post. Behind the post. There you go. Alright, uh, next uh, let's do Prince Darendil then. What's he doing? So uh, Prince Darendil kind of screws up his own courage and charges in to see if he can help. Where's he at? Can't see him. He's behind the post that's behind you, but if you direct him to fight, he will not do it. He'll just like look at you and be like, I, I don't I don't know how. I haven't the slightest clue. And uh, Raylan would just say, use those claws. Get in here. I told you before, this is an illusion. I, I'm an elf. I'm not this beast. Okay, that's fine. And you resist. Um, let's see. Jim Jam. What's he doing? Donnie. Uh, Jim Jam is liking the situation a bit better now that everybody's around it. So he's going to jump in, do a stabbing. I think he would take advantage of the situation. All right. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm like lagging a bunch, apparently. We got I still got him. That was weird. <laughs> I, like wouldn't let me set him down. Oh, I think it's because I was moving him in one space. Go ahead. Ah, okay. I was just gonna roll for his attack, and I think he'll get the sneak too. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll the short sword oh. attack, or I can roll it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, cool. It hits. I did it. 
plus the 2d6, right? Yep. Eight. Damn. All right, so the, the 12 damage. Um, and then he gets a second attack. Mm -hmm. Which didn't go so well. Nope. Miss. Got excited. <laughs> Run. Runs around the pillar all like, ah! Stab. Nothing. Uh, that's... I guess he'll probably take his yeah his bonus and get back behind the pillar then. All right. Um, After failing to save the day, Sarah, what's he doing, Grims? He's gonna shoot uh, again. Not me. Oh, sorry, my bad, boy. He'll fire again. Bing. Okay, you guys are getting it figured out now. All right, go and do damage. Fire uh, piercing. piercing. Make that constant, baby. He is uh, looking pretty rough. Let's see if we can knock his ass out. Um, yeah, if he gets one more attack in on somebody. Oh, Oof. he fails, so he's still poisoned. Just re the clock 13. resets on him. Is that less than five? It is five. So five That's or... by five or more, so he passes out, right? <laughs> yep. Um, so you see him stagger a little bit, and um, kind of looks cute almost. Like a big, clumsy, demonic gorilla teddy bear. He's all sleepy, and he just flumps over on the ground. And passes out. I think we should do a persona style, like uh, combo attack. <laughs> Mob attack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see whose turn is it. Well, it's still the other NPC's turn, but uh, there's a pacifist and two other ones that aren't going to act. So, uh, Turp, Popsy will stand up. She's been prone. And, uh, yeah. And also, you'll notice that once she died, her light went out on her. So, and then she got healed, so she woke up. So she does, she's not glowing like Sherwin. And next, it is the gorilla's turn, which he is sleeping. How long does that last? Wakes up. He wakes up if it takes damage or if another creature tries to wake it. Okay. So it's just asleep. So it when will it, sleep. What happened to it? It got poisoned? Poisoned. Or what? Yeah, drow poisoned. Alright, Boyd, your turn. Alright, so let's see, what do I got? I'm gonna run up to it. Wrong thing, need my selector. I'm gonna, let's see. I need to get over there for advantage, okay. I'm just gonna go right here then. Does that count as, would it be there? Would that count? Uh, as uh, flanking with Donnie? Mm, you need to be like direct diagonal from it. So, I'll show you. Like, this is would be your flanking. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Donnie's flanking is here right now. Okay. Anyway, I'm just going to attack with my... You're going to get advantage anyways because he's prone and passed out. <laughs> so, yeah. it's better use than my flanking. dagger. I'm going to use my daggers. Dagger, dagger. It hits. Okay. Yay. Describe the kill shot, Boyd. I just walk up to his sleeping body, and I go, Stay, stay quiet, big man. And I take the dagger, and I stab him in the jugular. Slowly. <laughs> You're going like all like murderer style now. Uh, that went dark fast. <laughs> this this hairless little three foot man climbs on a on an animal and shh shh as you push the dagger into his neck. It's all gonna be okay. You go back to the earth where you came from. All right, so you do that, and he bleeds out. And as you're you have your body on top of him, um, he starts to drip apart and turn into this black pool. Fucking demon. And sinks into the ground. Can we roll to see if we know what he was? Yeah, roll Arcana Sorry, no if you want to. Donnie. 
I'm gonna yell to Donnie. Sorry, Donnie, no meat for you. <sighs> Donnie, Donnie just stares at the pool of goo sinking into the the dirt. Scoop it up. Sherwin, <laughs> I Sherwin thinking, wants to up. see if he can collect the goo. I want to collect the goo. Yeah. Uh, you can attempt to, but Everybody it kind drops of drops their pants. It moves around <laughs> any form, any attempt to to put it into a container and sinks into the earth. So what uh, was this guy? What was this uh, feller? Oh, okay, yeah, you you recognize it. It's not um, super super rare form of demon. I will show it. <clears throat> it's a barl gru, barl gru, Sounds Brazilian. <laughs> and you know that they are raging ravenous demons and they're very random and chaotic in what they do they hunt but once they become in frenzied uh frenzied they just go crazy and attack everything in sight and anything else you know about them they're very stealthy they have the invis the ability to go invisible uh, at will and that's about it mm. so uh raylan kind of looks around and uh trying to find bupido uh, so Bopito is has been watching from a pillar back by stool, and he okay. So he just uh, kind of leans down, keeping an eye on the the motionless big giant shape that's dead now, and uh, presumably, I don't know. Yeah, he turned into a pool of blood or whatever. Yeah, he's goo, black goo. So he uh, just says like, "Is it is it common for this many demons to be around down here?" Hmm. No. Uh, maybe this is the first time Bopito, it's hard to tell with his eyes, but you're just judging by his facial gestures that um, he's concerned. First time you've seen him concerned. Um, he's like, mm, there's always a, a thin layer between the Underdark and the uh, planes, but uh, so it's not unusual, but to see demons mm, that powerful is very uh, unusual. Hmm. And he kind of uh, looks around and asks Bupido to come with him up the tunnel where they came in as a guide because he wants to leave the magical smoke stuff. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't find the time exactly on the glowing Sherwin thing, but you're no longer glowing now, Sherwin. It's off. Let me take that off of you. The light goes out. You. Alright, so you're taking the Bupito up to the symbol? No, this way, like, just out of the light-giving smoke junk. Okay. So you step out of the... That, I was hoping that glowing was going to last forever. <laughs> no, actually, it was just until the next turn, so... Just your oh. baldness. What about my hair? Did it come back the next turn? I'm sorry, it specifically says that it comes back in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hair does? That's no yeah. fun. So, House rule, it doesn't come back. There's two really <laughs> ugly, <laughs> like, shrew rats, like a hairless rat. <laughs> That's what I imagine. Like a blind knoll. A blind, uh, what is that? Blind mole? Yeah. Not knoll. Too much D&D. &D. Right. Uh, so you step out. So he, uh, he kind of just asks Bupito to, like, keep an eye down the cave shaft. And uh, Raylan's going to try to, like, more urgently make contact with... Uh, his friendly forces in the hells to kind of tell them about the demon situation here <clears throat> and also if he can send this symbol that he found on the wall 
Um, okay, so I have a beat of standing watch. Um, you're, are you doing this within uh, earshot or within line sight of Bipito? I guess so, yeah. Like, he would just want Bupito to be, like, sort of nearby, maybe, like, 20 feet away down the cave to just be, like, watching out for danger coming that way. Okay. Since Raylan can't see down there. <clears throat> All right. Um, okay, so you do that, and uh, you... What specifically are you doing to call out? Is there, like, a ritual that you do? Yeah, he just has, like, a pretty... Uh, yeah, it's just like a ritual contact thing that he uses very seldom. Like, he normally isn't begging for attention, but when necessary, he has this thing that he was given to be able to try to make contact. Okay. So, you do that, and um, nothing physically manifests it, but there's like a window that kind of opens up in your mind. Like, if you were to close your eyes, you can visualize it. And uh, whatever you're seeing before, which in this case was just blackness, uh, a small sliver opens up, kind of like you're peering out of a curtain uh, into another room. And uh, you see the fire and the brimstone, and uh, you can smell the sulfur. Uh, uh, and you can almost feels like you can feel the heat almost on your forehead. And uh, you look out into the, to the fiery vast uh, of the, what is that? Uh, Avernus? The plain of Avernus. And you see this guy. I don't know if it popped up. Did it pop up? It did. Popped up on mine. <laughs> yeah, it popped up on everybody's probably. <laughs> yeah, I can see you. Here he yeah. is. Zorbulon, wrecker of anuses. <laughs> is, that right? is that an earring that he's got in? Yeah, he's is. fucking cool as shit. He's like um, extreme 90s. So it's it's yeah. like you can see... You can see a... Uh, <laughs> Zorbilan, you can see Zorbilan just kind of sitting there. Um, it looks like he's going. He has a couple scrolls in his hand that he's like filing through his thumbs, and hasn't really what? noticed yet. Scrolls, documents. Okay, so uh, he kind of calls out in his like native tongue, which is giant. Um, and he's like, Zorbilan. Who's that? It's Raylan. And he searches around <laughs> for a second. And then he kind of notices the the rift, this telepathic rift. Um, that's not physically in front of him either, but he can see it in his mind. And then he manages to lock eyes with you. And when he does, he'll he can see him like roll through a couple pieces of paper in his hand, and then like looking up at your face and then checking the paper. And then he finds one, and, uh, and then he looks back up to you. I really can't understand the voice. <laughs> Damn it! All right, I'll I'll tune it out. We'll work on this because I'm definitely gonna use it. Anyways, like okay. Anyways, like Raylan, Raylan Void Strider, and uh, he kind of grits his teeth as he's trying to get used to accepting that name rather than hating it, and he says yes. Ah, uh, yes. What 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 is it you need? I'm, I've recently escaped captivity in the Underdark. And as and you're talking I, to him, he's like thumbing through his document. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, and? And I wouldn't normally ask for assistance as I'm down here to build my strength. But uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. there's an abnormally dense population of demons and a lot of demon activity 
Uh-huh. That I thought our master should know about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even while you're not talking, he's just continuing to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Raylan tries to transmit that symbol that's on the walls through as well. And he says, and I don't know what the provenance of this is, but it's it's marked on surfaces down here. I don't know if it's related. And he'll, he can see what you're seeing and he sees it. He says, hmm, okay, did you touch it? No. Mm, touch it. He's, he I like, mean, you see him like cock his head and he's like, mm, I can see something coming out of it. What do you see? Mm, something magical. I can't really read it, but uh, try touching it. That's what I usually do. You know, poke at stuff, touch it, mess around with it. Go ahead, touch it. And, uh... Raylan says that he will. And, and uh, uh, you said demons, hmm? Uh, what, what, uh, what kind of demons? We were able to escape ca- to captivity because of a battle between some Vrock and Chasme. Mm. And then we were just ambushed by a Bargora. Mm, those are some big ones. Yeah. Mm, maybe there's some, uh, uh, I don't know, some sort of evil wizard. Summoning demons, you know how humans are. That's what I suspected, and the natives down here confirm that it is not normal for this amount of demon activity. Hmm. I see. I will, uh, I will bring it up with Zeriel. Thank you, my friend. And he just closes the connection. Mm. And he puts his head back down in his documents, and he hops away. Okay. And then Raylan's uh, gonna thank Pupito and move in to uh, take another close look at this thing and touch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you touch it, and uh, can you make me a wisdom save? Sure can. Ten. Die, die. Ten. Ah, you bastard! You made it. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so when you touch it um it's like uh in your mind it's like you're going in, in fast forward and uh there's a big rush of movement and uh you see uh similar imagery to what you saw in your dream um you're like rushing through that same maze again and then at the very end of it you see a uh a creature that you would associate with being a minotaur normally but he looks far more demonic and he has long twirling horns and uh, a huge blade in his hand and he's just covered in blood and uh, you see him for a second and then he sees you and then your vision ends and then after your vision ends um, your mind is able to resist the urge to break uh, after seeing this imagery and uh you're no worse for the wear. So, uh, understanding that he was kind of just in danger, but was able to withstand it, he uh, just backs up and takes a moment to reflect on the imagery and on what uh, Zorbilan told him. And he uh, looks at this kind of disgusting black goo mark on the floor and suggests to the group of whoever's within earshot something's going on down here 
something's called all these beasts up from the void. We need to be careful. I think the dreams that it sounds like some of us have been having are related. I think these beasts should be careful of us. We are the more fearsome. <laughs> right, then. <laughs> so everyone, when you say this out loud, um, so most of the Underdark residents anyways, they don't understand at this point the spores have worn off. But um, the ones, Jim Jam and Bapito, they don't really translate what you're saying, but you can tell that uh, they seem to be the worry is showing on their face. You can tell that they're concerned. And I'm going to... I thought I had it uploaded, but I didn't. But I'm going to show you a picture of the image you saw. And so and that's what Damn. you saw looking at you in your mind. Metal. Should I... Uh, can I roll to like recognize if this is a specific figure? <clears throat> um, yeah, you could recognize... Uh, you could roll for that um, Arcana or History. Either one. It's going to be a difficult roll but you could possibly have some information. Could I confer with Bupido? Um, let me check Bupido real quick to see if he would be able to help you. Uh, uh, he's familiar look. with demons on a base level as they exist on in their normal form in the Underdark, but he's not really... He's not scholarly in any way and probably wouldn't have any information to give you. Okay, so normal role. Yeah, more than likely one of the other party members might be able to assist better than an NPC, probably. Okay, I guess he would he would uh, just be taking a poll since this is kind of an important thing that happened to see who might be able to have some idea. So I guess like it would be kind of like a group effort sort of deal to get the advantage roll, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, what, Grimsby and... Is this uh, religion or Arcana? Arcana. Arcana or history. Either one. Okay. Not religion. Yeah, I can help Not with religion. Arcana. Okay. okay. So the two advantage. giants put their head together. <laughs> wow. Great job. Um Yeah. You know that um okay. yeah, twelve is not really gonna give you a lot of information. But um you are familiar with demons that take on the form of Minotaurs. Um so you know that that exists in the abyss. Uh, you're not able to pull that imagery or that what you saw with a specific name, though, at this point. Okay. <clears throat> I guess we would try to wind down a little bit and then assuming that this... Did this happen pretty rapidly after we started the rest or what? Yeah, I'd say within a half hour or so of the battle ending. So, Oh, you mean uh, okay. this, when did this battle take place? Yeah, yeah, so you're, the rest of uh, everyone was interrupted that was resting, so you can try to rest again. Yeah, can, nobody has anything else they want to try, I guess. How was the... How's, was this Turvy? How's Turvy looking? Or Topsy? Oh, Topsy, sorry, yeah, I got my names backwards. Topsy's the girl, Turvy's the guy. And I forgot to mention, yeah, that uh, at the end of the battle, uh, Turvy came back from being invisible. And... Yeah, she's fine. Um, fine. Well, I mean, she's she's bruised and she's she's battered a little bit, but she's she can walk. Like, how do and they get they, HP back? Do they do the dice rolls themselves? Yeah, they rest just like everybody else. Okay. They just roll so, their die. They don't have levels okay. though, so it's just you know they got low HP to begin with. Okay. 
but she thanks you back, for your concern. Back to watch. <clears throat> and they give you a pat on the shoulder as like a form of um, congratulations or thanks for uh, helping her. And uh, you can see that Turvey uh, has given you a uh, what you would consider a positive uh, positive reaction for the first time uh, since you've encountered him after this is after this exchange. So nice. feel like you've got on his good making, side a little bit. I'm making friends with everyone. <laughs> All right, so you guys can rest as normal, and. Um, since we're doing a slow healing thing, uh, instead of like the normal 5e rules where you get all of your HP back, um, which I don't think it doesn't really matter, right? No one took damage. <laughs> Only the NPC got the shit beat out of her. So. And uh, damage to some pride as some follicles went a flying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jim Jam lost HP too, right? Yeah, Jim Jam lost HP too. So you guys wait your full rest in. So spell slots reset, all that stuff. You oh, everyone, we don't day. have to do the watch no more? Uh, yeah, set up the way you want to, if you want. I mean, you're going to get through the re- your, you'll get through the rest of your night without uh, any concern. Like, okay. the rotation you had set up, it reset. works, and you rest, and you're fine. Okay. Yeah, so you're good. And, uh, it's the next So day, now I can change probably. spells, technically, right? Yeah, you could. Okay. And as you're doing that, give me five so I can go take a leak. Are cantrips changeable too, or is it just magic? Just levels of magic? Anyone know? What do you mean? So for a druid, they can change spells, but does that mean cantrips as well? Mm, probably, if it doesn't exclude them explicitly. Oh no, because they say learn, whereas regular magic says prepare. So maybe it does matter. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I looked at my druid guy from that one-off. Yeah, they're, they're a pain in the ass. <laughs> Yeah, they seem to have, like, the most shit of any character class. Yeah, because they get everyone's freaking spells. And just like, oh, you can change shape, you can cast a spell, you can do this, you can do that. There's, like, a lot of different things going on. I have so many healing things on that I don't really need it. Famous last words? Well, I mean, like, no, I have, like, detect magic, detect poison and disease. Mm. Like, I, don't, I don't need those on right now. I don't think. Okay. Donnie will be happy to know that I am as regular as ever. Alright, so I, I guess I'm happy for you. I'm actually about 15 minutes early, but it's alright. Oh, Age. Guess so. Is everyone here still? Everybody step away. Um, I, I'm still here. I don't know. Nobody said anything for a second. Your right. ping yeah, seems to have failed. There's one. I'm looking through spells because I don't want anything that needs. But I'm in the kitchen. I don't want anything that needs material components. Yeah, just let me know when uh, everyone's back. I'm more or less ready. All right. I never left. Yeah, like to talk there? to stool, to talk to stool without stuff, I need plant. Right, talk to plants. Talk to plants. He's yeah. not an animal, right? He's a plant. He's a plant. Okay. Well, I get that next level. Or is he a fungus? He's a fungi. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just cut that out. <laughs> see, I didn't set up any of these. I think Josh, we're just waiting on Josh, right? I'm here. I never left. Are you here? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. All right. 
Alright, let's continue then. So, you guys have rested. Um, and you can continue. Uh, Sarath is going to lead you south of this cave. And continue on uh, through another dark cavern. Is there anything that you wanted to take care of while you were traveling? Foraging, I guess. Okay. I'm looking so, out for Zerkwood. Yeah. So, really, you want to specifically look for Zerkwood? Okay, so the um, the Deep Gnome Twins, they will help you with that. They're, they're good foragers. That's kind of... That's when they were caught, actually, initially, as they were foraging and got caught by some drow. But that's what they're good at. So they'll help you look for some Zerkwood. Perfect. Do we still have the little lights? Or are those done? Yeah, those are... I think those are permanent, unless uh, Sherwin gets rid of them. So I'm going to set your token up with some light. Um, it makes, like, five feet. Hopefully I see light. Okay, so oh wait, that was not railing though. That was Grimsby and Donnie that have that. There's only two. Yeah, just the front. Whoever's in the front, whoever's in the back. Right. Okay. But uh, Sarath could use his magic to do the lights, magical lights, if he wanted to. But he's kind of a dick, so he probably wouldn't. Yeah, you're gonna have to ask him. <laughs> oh fuck! And in the process of doing that, oh no, I didn't. Good. Okay. Um, so foraging, so go ahead and uh, give me the forge rolls. See what you get. Nature, right? <clears throat> and then, let's see, I gotta pull it up again. And then for uh, Zerkwood, let me roll me a d10, Jordan. I need some too. You want Zerkwood too? Well, if you find yeah, one, I need a staff you'll too. find enough. <laughs> yeah, it's a tree, right? So. Yeah. Six. And foraging isn't nature, it's survival. Oh, okay. Yeah, so go ahead and roll it again. There we go. Nice. And I think, let's see, foraging, and then roll a d6, <clears throat> plus your um, wisdom modifier. Let's see how much you get. So seven, plus two. Okay, cool. So you. So what were you looking for, food or water? Uh, food. Food? I don't okay. feel like I got very so you found seven pounds worth of mushrooms, edible mushrooms, add to the reserves. So seven and what, um, where are we at with that? Let's check tracking our inventory. That's where you're putting it, right? Yeah. Do you want me to put that in there now or are you going to do it? I let, I think uh, Grimsby's doing the tracking for rations and stuff. But I just want to make sure. Well, I was the one enough. writing everything in. Do you want me to oh, add it in, Grimsby? Oh, sorry. I thought Grimsby was doing it. Yeah, whoever's doing it, please update it. But how much also did you sub get? Subtract for what you lose. How much did you get? Just how much do we? How much do we use every day? Well, you got ten good berries, right? So are you casting good berry basically every day? I never cast. I never cast good berry yet. Oh shit! All right then. Well, you have um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh wait, let's take up stool. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you get 12 uh, pounds of food that you need. Okay, yeah, we don't have enough right now. So I'm going to cast Goodberry then. Can we say I cast this before we took the rest? That way I don't have to waste my splot? Um, sure. <laughs> Do you need me to roll for some shit? I can provide for myself and five others as long as there's, like, stuff to find. Well, doesn't What's-His-Face get double? Grimsby? He gets double, right? Oh, that's yeah. That's why we're using him. Oh, that's right. You said you got 14. Now what do you got? Yeah. So you got 14 pounds of mushrooms. 
So with that, you're able to provide enough food for everybody. That's 20 total. So we have 20 food, two fungi bars, and 10 good berries. So it's so a remove... Yeah, 13 out of something. Well, we'll take 10 of the good berries. That way they're done. Because I only get it, otherwise they disappear in one day. All right. So that was 10 good berries, and we have to minus three foods. Okay. So we've got we 11, have 17. 17 food. Yep. What are you going to make Prince Darendel eat? Uh, Is he getting a mushroom or a good berry? My ass. Good berry. Most people got most people got good berries. I, I assume that Donnie would not like a good berry. I don't know. Donnie. I think Donnie's cool with anything. He will eat whatever. So I wouldn't I would I would just say I'll give uh the good berry to uh the prince as well. Okay. Alright. Just making sure. And uh Sarath, what's Sarath eating? Good berry? Everyone's yeah, I'm gonna say mushrooms, because ten of them there's only three people that had to eat mushrooms. So I'll say I ate mushrooms. I, I ate gave. mushrooms too. Okay. I eat what I find. Okay, so Grimsby had mushrooms and Donnie had mushrooms. Alright. <clears throat> Everyone else got good berries. Cool. Alright then. So you continue on and uh, try for some Zork water? wood. Uh, yes. Please do that too. Same thing, 13? Well, I mean, the water only applies for people who didn't get good berry. Oh, okay. Good so berries, like, covers everything. Um, but other than that, you need water. Okay. And... I also have create water, guys. <laughs> yeah. Just open your mouth and cast it right above your head. <laughs> it has to be in a container, it says, I think. Can't can't cast it inside someone's mouth? It doesn't work. It says you create it's up to ten gallons of water w within range of an open con in an open container. Al oh, alternatively, the water falls as rain. Oh, there you in go. A thirty foot cube. Could you like cast it in somebody's lungs? That'd be pretty no. metal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've, I've like listened to a podcast where they tried that and it was like no. Mm. But I could also destroy ten gallons of water in an open container within range. So could, could I like you, you yeah. destroy somebody's bodily fluid? That's what I wonder. Or mostly water, right? Yeah. Do like a magneto, but with water. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. Into so, zombie. You continue your approach to sloop it up, and um, you can almost feel like the moisture from the lake as it permeates. Uh, as the closer you get, you know the, the cave gets feels more moist, more mist, uh, musky, musty, and damp. And uh, you find yourself in another tunnel. And I will bring you over to it. Is it moist? And I'll drop some tokens in here. This one's pure dark. Holy shit. Uh, not, well, once your token gets in there. Your tokens aren't <laughs> in there yet. <laughs> uh, so let's drop you guys in. Raylan. Donnie. Sherwin. i got to fix Sherwin's token. It drops in as like a, a huge sized creature every time. <laughs> Seems right. And uh, who else we got? Grims. Boyd. Who's DM John Bart? That's the guy that made this map. <laughs> well, get him off. Not in this mission. He did get him off. That's how he got access to the map. <laughs> That's what I can see the blue oh, marks all over it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we just all immediately rushed to say that same thing. <laughs> so, hmm, something's funky is going on with um. Sure, we can see your monsters, buddy. We can see your monsters. 
Uh, this is not for this one. Oh. What the fuck's going on with this? These mind flayers? No, they're not. They're Metroids. Hmm. Something's funky is going on with this map. The fuck? Possessed by demons. The DM didn't give you permission for it. Let's see. It's copywritten. You can see like the yellow lines too, right? Indeed, yes, we see the yellow yeah. lines. What the fuck? Oh. Hmm? That's not it. That's a layer. No, it's it's in the dynamic lighting layer. Because you just moved the thing and all the lines moved. I just moved the map on accident just now. Hmm. Right, but it moves separately from the map part. Yeah. Let me see. Let's just use a different map. Because this is not necessarily tied to this map. <laughs> well, didn't want to do this, but gonna have to. Alright. Gonna have to rehash the map we were just at. <laughs> Sorry. Different cave. But you come across an identical cavern. <laughs> well, this looks familiar. Similar cavern. Yeah. We went in a loop. Kill the guide. There you go. Just just flip the just rotate the map. Yeah. It'll be all new. Ah, oh, sweet. If we eviscerate somebody, I can make a bag out of their skin. <laughs> so this is uh, the next day, and you're traveling along. And uh, ignore your token positions right now, because you're traveling in your normal marching order that you normally would. <clears throat> and uh, you enter another cave, similar to the last one. Uh, it opens up. This one, though, uh, does not... Uh, I think I know what I did to fuck up the other map now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that was dumb. I think I just drew it on there as like a draw object thing instead of actually drawing the uh, dynamic lighting lines. But anyways, this cave is dark. So, to reinforce that, let me turn off the lighting. Global illumination off. And I think I gotta take you out, man, one more time. There I can't go. see anything. Yep. Ugh. So I'll punch you together real quick. Around, yeah, the two of them got their lights. Yeah. Sherwin can, should be able to see with his normal dark vision radius. So that's what he sees. I see him. Okay. And let's get rid of the NPCs because they're in the way. Okay. So you're walking through. Um, you're in your normal marching order. So I'll just put you as such. Something like that. Something like that. Wang shaped. Um, let me double check lighting. Yeah, Take cool. So Raylan, Raylan can only I see what's... I see shit. Huh? Uh, I gotta jump you over, maybe. Here you go. Should be able to see. Yep. Still black. Mm. No, still black. Darkness. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I didn't give you your light yet, Grimsby. Here you go. There's your five feet of light from uh, the thing that Sherwin gave you. And... Raylan, yeah, you should be able to see. You should see uh, Donnie's light. I see Grimsby, and that's it. Yeah, same. Hmm? Yeah, where's my light? Is this how you use the aura thing? Uh, roll 20? Is that how this works? I'm positive almost Raylan should... Why can't Raylan see? I'm like, I can do a thing where I can see through your token, and Raylan, I can see Grimsby, and I can see Donnie. Where's Donnie? Is he, like, way far away? No, he's right beside you. Nope, can't see him. Uh... I can see half a Boyd and Grimsby with a circle around him. Oh, there's Donnie. Now I got him. I see him. I think we just got a super lag. Oh, all right. Anyways. Yeah, now I see them both. Okay, 
So you are traveling through a cavern like this. And Donnie and Donnie and Boyd, you are able to hear something scattering along the ceiling, like a shuffling sound. The ceiling is too far up for you to see the actual roof, but you can hear something shuffling along. You can feel like grains of sand also kind of tumble from above and dust on your face, on your smooth, bald head. <laughs> it has right, not been 24 so hours right yet. To, right next, it's all skinny. There's something on the roof. Many things. And I'm just going to like look up into the dark. Sarah, you see a thing up there on the roof, on the ceiling? Uh, Sarah looks up and he will make perception check to see what he sees. And, um, the fuck did it go? There it is. I like made these really organized with all these like tabs and folders, and now I'm realizing it's really hard just to get it to everything actually when I need to get to it quickly. Stealth. There we go. Not stealth. That's not why did I roll stealth? That doesn't even make sense. I even said it like I was definite about it. Here we go. Perception. Maggie. So, you rolled a 13. He looks up and he scans the roof and he's like, uh, maybe you're seeing shit. I don't see anything. I'm not seeing nothing. I'm hearing it. So he like puts his hand up to gesture for everyone to stop moving and he stops and he listens again. And as soon as you guys stop, the sound from above also stops. And Raylan wonders aloud, can anyone light up the space any better? I think I have an idea. And Donnie just like throws his his light box as far as he can upwards. Okay, you're just going to toss it up in the air to try to illuminate it? Yep, try right. to chuck it as far as I can. I got no idea how far the how close the ceiling is, right? Yeah, you don't know. Alright, just throwing it as far as I can. Okay, give me a strength check. Uh, acrobatics or strength? Strength. Or sorry, athletics. athletics. Yeah, you can do athletics if you have proficiency in it. Yeah. Sweet. Got me an 11. Alright, so you wing it up in the air. And it tumbles and flies straight up. You know, you throw it well enough to where it's probably going to drop right back down into your arms. And you're able to throw it high enough to where at the very edge of the light, you can see something um, skitter away across the roof. You're able just to catch a glimpse of like a leg, a black, a long, elongated black leg. And it just slips away forward out of the range of the light. But you do catch a glimpse of something. Right. Uh, I think there might be spiders up there. Anybody else see anything? Uh, so when you threw it up, uh, Sarah says, um, yeah, yeah, I saw something, but it's gone now. It's too scared of us. Over. I'll turn to the group and be like, but there's always something watching you down here. I say we just move on. I agree. It's too scared to attack. We are more fearsome. Okay, so... That then everyone just progresses forward and you pass through at. a narrow court. Was that? I was looking for stole. Stole away at, buddy. He's with you. I just didn't throw the tokens down because it might lag us. Okay. And you're going to pass through a quarter door like this. So it gets a little bit narrow with Grimsby and Sherwin taking up. And, and are you guys trying to look out for anything or just watching? Normally, I think we're being cautious, or at least I'm being cautious. Well, if, if that's your intention, then can everyone please make perception rolls? I am always alert to danger, apparently. Still got to rule perception, though. 
Nice. Gizmo. <laughs> you are always aware to perception. Like <laughs> <laughs> crit one. Okay. So, um, the only one who... Oh, wait, never mind. Shit. Boyd also. All boys. Jesus. And, okay. So, Donnie and Boyd and Sherwin. Um, <laughs> wow, this guy's gonna get fucked. Uh, Real can. So, to the right of Grimsby, from the cavern wall, immediately at his shoulder, from a narrow crevice in the wall, we'll say about five inches in length, there's a crack, like a fissure that goes through the cave wall. Uh, from the bottom of that wall, you can see a little tendril, it wouldn't be a little, about five inches wide, just big enough to fit through this crack, a tendril crawling, sliding across the ground, slithering towards Grimsby's leg. Grimsby, watch out! I don't see nothing. Donnie's gonna pounce. No words. He's just on it. Okay. Uh, shit. Go ahead. You can make an attack roll against it. Uh, You're casting entangle. Uh huh. On a twenty foot cube, where? That 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 wall. The crack in the wall. God damn. Though. So it's gonna be a cube. Where are you dropping it the twenty foot be, cube? It has to be a twenty foot cube. Yeah, you can't resize it. All right. Let's not do that then. Doesn't make sense. Uh, attack roll twenty one. Then I'll do. You chomping that motherfucker? Oh yeah, dude. Well, that was a bite. So <laughs> yeah, I just bit it. I didn't even draw my sword. All right. <laughs> so go ahead and uh, let's do this real quick too. Let's, let me clear the turn order. Remove all turns. I'll fuck this up again. Go ahead and roll initiative too. You guys are gonna get this. Uh, turn in these two attacks in first, but then we'll go and turn order after that. They're not popping up. Did you select your token? Mm-hmm. Mine I think worked. so. Try again. Everyone else is working. I want it. You didn't even roll initiative. You don't have boys initiative isn't even popping in the chat. Oh, that was my chill touch. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. <coughs> what about Donnie? I'm, I'm lagging pretty super. Oh, there we go. It came out. Okay, cool. But it All didn't right. jump to the, the track or try it yep. again, I guess. Here you go. I'll put you in there. Thanks. Night. There we go. Alright, everybody's in. So, first your attacks. Okay, so the tendril, it pops out of the wall and you bite onto it. You leap on it, gnash on it, and it flails in response and then it's immediately cooled. Uh, so your hot, your hot slimy popsicle gets all cold um, with the chill touch. And, it's not uh, actually cold. It's just not chilled. Skeletal hand. Doesn't do, it's, it's it does necrotic. frost damage, doesn't it? It's necrotic. That's no. dumb. What? That's stupid. It shouldn't be called like ghoul touch or Skeletal something like that or something. Ghost touch. Skeletal well. touch. Yeah, so, the bad touch. Yeah. So you bite onto it, and uh, yeah, it immediately pulls itself back into the wall but you can you're able to see through the crack like the two beady eyes inside the crack of the wall and it climbs up inside the wall farther up and let's make this a whisper roll let expose the main all right so uh at this point now that you've taken notice of the cracks in the wall this this portion of the wall is like littered with 
different fissures and cracks all the way up the side and up towards the ceiling. And, uh, yeah, little splinters like all through the walls. Um, but it's your turn, Sherwin. So, right. where did it go? Inside the wall, further back. Inside the cave, okay. the cave, the cave wall. Okay. Can I see it at all? You would have to move closer to the wall. Doesn't seem a good idea. Um, I guess. Uh, um, I don't know. Can I make an attack at it through there? Uh, you can it? try. I mean, what? It depends on what you want to do, but if you're like just if you want to aim at something, you got to be able to lay eyes on it. Uh, mm, I think I can really do anything while it's in there. Um, You'd always take a what is it? A uh, ready action. Yeah, I guess that's what I'll do. Ready action. Okay. What are you gonna ready? Uh, what what's the benefits of a ready action? Uh, so for example, you could say like I will cast firebolt as soon as I see something um appear out of the wall and then that would be your that's your action for your turn and then the turns will continue as normal and then if anything pops out of the wall as a reaction you can cast your spell okay yeah i'll do that except instead of firebolt uh it's gonna be fairy fire okay all right then so you ready fairy fire yep and next is grimsby I want to go up to the crack in the wall, put my uh, bow gun to it, and just fire. Okay. Go ahead. Make your attack roll. Yep. And give me another one. Basically, sh- shooting in, shooting in there, kind of blatantly, it's a disadvantage. All right. Um, give me a deck save. <laughs> All right. Um, so you shoot in there, and then on your crit fail for your attack um the crossbow bolt ricochets out and uh hits you right in the foot (laughs) right (laughs) right off the rock into your foot you take four piercing right to your foot right do anything else (laughs) uh no what else can i do (laughs) (laughs) all right boyd your turn so I see, because of his light, right, I can see all these little cracks and stuff on the wall. Yeah, you can see it. Alright, so I would go up to the wall, you know, here or up there, where it's better, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And I'm going to put yeah. my hand up to one of the cracks mm-hmm. and do poison spray. Alright, go ahead. Into the wall. And con save, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Con. Public roll. Hmm? There it is. Motherfucker. Ah. Uh, so you're missed, as you may have thought. It kind of fills the space in the cracks um, mm-hmm. and spreads out. So, well, it does fill the crack fully, and you assume it probably got to it. You do not know the result. <laughs> but I think I got him, boys! All right. So it'll be Raylan after that. So Raylan just has his two weapons out, and he's uh, waiting to see if... Anything he thinks hostile appears, and then he'll attack. So I guess readying an attack, but not doing anything. Okay, readying a melee attack? Yeah, can you include movement in that, or is it just like one thing you have to do? Uh, hmm. That's a good question. I think you should be able to include your movement. Doesn't sound unreasonable. Well, let me Google it real quick. Uh, 
Can 5e, can you take movement on a reaction? Movement you spend on your turn doesn't affect how far you can go. Doesn't affect how far you can move as a reaction. Uh, okay. So you hit for your taking a reaction, you, uh, not taking a reaction, for readying an action, uh, you have to choose it. Either choose to ready an action, like an attack or a spell or something like that, or you can move up to your movement. You can't do both. Okay, so he'll ready uh, his uh, Eldritch Blast then. Okay, makes sense. Alright, Donnie, your turn. Alright, I'm going to... I guess I'm like right up against where that crack is. Saw something climb up there. Like spray some poison and shit in there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take out my short sword and my shield. And I guess nothing's popped out of the wall yet, right? Not yet. Okay. Uh, we've got 3.14. It's interesting. Yeah, but, don't worry about uh, that. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess I'll just stare up at the wall and ready. If I see anything fucking come down, I'm going to stab the shit out of it. So that's about it. All right. Ready in action, then. All right, then. Yep. So... Uh, next turn, they're gonna go. So from the wall at Boyd, a tentacle is gonna fly out <laughs> and fail miserably. So a tentacle flies out and treads to grab Boyd and flails in the air. And um, sure, when you get your reaction, go ahead. Can and I use my Eldritch. reaction as well? You did so Sherwin, Sherwin have taken out a uh, looks like some sort of like small rod with like a gyro ball on the top and there's a ring on the rod he puts his finger through the the ring and he pulls it like a ripcord and it kind of what happens looks like what you see at like the mall but they always have the kiosks as like little like helicopter things that shoot out in the air you know it's like this really shitty they like charge like fifty dollars from or something and they go yeah. like a hundred feet or something so he like pulls that and this little gyro ball goes up and it starts flashing and like light, like a like a ball of light that's kind of like sparkling as it goes up, and then it just kind of like so, it's kind of like a like the scanning beam thing, just kind of like like how do I want to say, kind of like just like shoots out and kind of just like scans the area of where he's aiming the fairy fire at, okay. um, and then it outlines the exposed area of the uh, of whatever this thing is, and then. It takes the effects of fairy fire, which is each object in a 20-foot cube within a range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Um, my choice. So let's just say uh, green. I think of like kind of like uh, green, green like uh, like uh, it's hard to say like a beam of light that just kind of like scans the room within a 20-foot radius, and it detects that. And any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light. Uh, if it fails a dexterity saving throw uh, for the duration, the objects in the affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against an affected creature object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature object can't benefit from being invisible. So one, two, three, four. Two, three, four. I gave my deck save already. Oops. 
at all. Alright, so I'm gonna make the cube. Um, but yeah, you're gonna cast it right at where you saw that, but then that cube is also gonna catch some other people. Yeah. So, void and. <clears throat> Where's the fucking drawing thing go? God damn it. There it is. Draw shape. Okay, so I'll move it up a little bit. I'm assuming you don't wanna try to catch as little as possible. So I'm gonna say it's gonna have to be at least the point where Boyd was at. So okay. here. Or actually let's slide it over yeah. one. I'm gonna catch the wall too, right? So like right here. So yeah, just Boyd. So Boyd manages to avoid it. And this guy makes a deck save. Takes. And he crit fails. Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So uh you said green, right? Yeah, so yeah. inside the the fissure in the wall you can see the green magical light emitting uh clearly exposing where he has wedged himself in the wall oh, cool you got it and then Can I use my reactions uh everybody's got reactions right everybody's got shit set up you don't you took a regular action you didn't but i have a, but i have a reaction how i mean it's just a, isn't that part of your actions like reaction no. If you have a specific ability or something. Yeah, if you have an ability that gives it to you, or if you take a yeah. ready action. I have reaction, Halo Spores. Oh, okay. Then there you go. Isn't that it, right? Because he attacked some, me, yeah. right? He attacked you, yes. And it says you can use your reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage to right. one creature. Yeah, if you because, have it, you can uh, use it, yeah. but not everyone gets a reaction. It's based on having an ability or taking a ready action. So go ahead. Do your spores. He's got to do DC 13. And he's at disadvantage, right? Uh, it's disadvantage on attack rolls against Or No, he's not at disadvantage. You guys have advantage on attack rolls against him. No. This is just a, a save. On save. There you go. Fail. So he takes four necrotic. As your spores, just like your poison spray, fill the cracks. And... Ah, he's still up. Just big. All right. And then, uh, didn't someone have Eld Someone. The only Warlock. Uh, you have Eldritch Blast ready too, right? I certainly do. And you said at an advantage now? Yes. Yep. Advantage on the attack. So Raylan uh, shoots his palm out and this, like, blacker than the darkness in this cave energy with, like, red threads going through it shoots out at the tentacle thing. Yeah, and they, like homing missiles, uh, go inside the, the crack in the wall. And uh, you can see, Boyd has eyes on it, basically since it's glowing. You can see it kind of slide down the cracks and kind of fall basically to the lowest point inside the wall that it could go. And it's laying there motionless now. And it's dead. And? And Donnie runs up and stabs yeah, fortunately you don't get movement and attack on a ready action, apparently. Oh, that's kind of dope. All right. Yeah. Well, whatever. We're out of combat now, right? Yep. Got so it. did that special cool. thing happen when uh, Raylan kills something? Ah, uh, yes. You do. You do get your temp HP. Wait, it's dead already? It's dead already. Oh, man. Did it turn to goo? He did not turn spell. to goo. All right. Gonna be that. Donnie's going to try to dig it out of the wall. <laughs> All right. With a fork. Uh, so you pull on it, and uh, you're able to get it out um, fairly easily. And right. uh, you, the first thing you notice when you're what, 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 what? 
<laughs> scary. scary. Get him. Get him. It started barking when he pulled it. Oh, shit. Hold on. Totally gonna make a sack out of whatever this thing is. It's gonna be awesome. thought that was gonna be a bigger fight. <laughs> well, we got the surprise round on it, so... We fucked it up. Okay. Um, it's a neighbor. So, uh, yeah. You pull it out, and you, the first thing you notice is, like, it doesn't have any bones. It feels like it's all cartilage. And you slide it out of the wall, and it looks like this. All right. Ew. That'll make a hell of a handbag. Yeah, that's about <laughs> yeah, gonna... five feet tall, humanoid size, medium sized, but yeah, its bones and its body are all flimsy and floppy, and you could de definitely understand how it was able to wedge its way into these cracks. Nice. Uh, so I want to try to try to make a sack out of it. Indeed. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. You, what do you, do you like roll survival for that? I, I guess. I don't know. Like, just uh, as a lizard folk, I can, like, make weapons and shit out of it. Yeah. Um, I just want to make a sack so I can carry meat and other okay, things. Okay, it's not the weapon thing. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Make a survival roll. I want to assist him. All right. Let me help you, buddy. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Thanks for the so, help. So, yeah, you make this sack out of uh, choker skin. And, Perfect. uh... Yeah, it's very elastic. Um, it's nice. It's pretty, um, pretty could be could be form fitting if you wanted to wear it as underwear. Um, make yeah. a choker. Oh, and yeah. All right, cool. You're out of combat. So, how much sack. meat can I get off of this thing? Oh yeah, you're doing that too. All right. Um, that's part of the, yeah. We'll just say it's all part of the same. Um, roll me a. Uh, uh, hold on. Fuck. Add it up just a second ago. It's a medium-sized creature foraging. Hold up. Why do you think they call it a choker? Autoerotic mm. asphyxiation. Boom! I, I was thinking the same thing. You're able to get <laughs> a pound off of it. Oh. A pound of right. choker meat. Oh nice. uh, wait, what? All right. No, read the wrong thing. Roll me a um, d6. Two pounds. Maybe. Plus your wisdom modifier. What's that? Four pounds. Hell yeah. Four pounds of choker meat. There you go. All right, I'm, I'm put it in my choker skin sack. And as you can imagine, it's really stringy. Now this is going to be some of the toughest shit <laughs> to eat. All uh, right. Uh, so I'm going to remark to the party how stretchy this skin is and that there's there's some left. Does anybody else want anything? Anything? Make some sacks, maybe? Yeah, I'll take a bag. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm going to try to make another bag out of this. Lord Darendel is just like appalled at this <laughs> grotesque display. Waste not, want not. You want me to roll again? Definitely don't. Huh? What's that? What are the hit dice rolls? I want to remove the arrow that I shot into my own foot. <laughs> the hit dice rolls. Uh, you mean like, uh, so we're not doing the healing surge stuff in this game. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. So Do I need you to, to heal normally or arrow? no, you can just pull it out. You're fine. Okay. Ah! Uh, so I guess I'm going to make a bag for Boyd. And if there's no other takers, that's that. Yeah, I think um, just like based on the way this creature, its biology, its autonomy, anatomy, as I say a bunch of words and finally land on the right one, yeah, um, based it. on its anatomy, anatomy. Uh, you could probably craft some blowgun needles 
uh, the cartilage if you wanted to. Everything else uh, is yeah. kind of flimsy and not thick enough to be a, a shield or a club or a javelin. Uh, so I don't have a blowgun at the moment, but I do like that poison, so I guess I'll take the advantage and craft what I can. Okay. Uh, how many do I make? Um, give me a... Let's see. Where's the rules for it? Let's see. You roll... Oh, D4. I rolled a 1D10. Oh, sorry. Real optimistic. Okay. <laughs> I rolled one. You get a you get one blow dart, one one okay. blowgun needle. Do I get my wisdom mod? No, nah, the rules for cunning artisan just say one d four. Okay. All right. All right. So that take a I short rest doing that, and um, you move on. You move on. Further down. So you're about halfway there at this point, and I will roll this one. Living on a prayer. Fuck another ape. <laughs> <laughs> you find its tribe. Yeah. All right then. This one. Uh, too many maps. Got too many maps. Ignore that map because I'm just jumping to the next one. There we go. There we go. This, this is the one. Ah, that's the wrong one. <laughs> too many maps prepared. Can't find the right one. There we go. All right, I'm gonna get it. So you travel down your cave, the cave that you're in, and at the distance, at a distance, you can see a faint, warm glow coming through a narrow entrance of another cave. And by warm, I mean it's like a, uh, like an amber, like a campfire glow almost. It's not fire, it's not flickering, but that same kind of orange hue uh, you see emitting from the entrance of a narrow cave that is in the direction that you're heading. And I think Sarath is up front. And once he gets notice of the light, he'll kind of stop and kind of turn to you guys. Are we supposed to be able to see anything? Not yet. Okay. I'll drop you in there once someone tells me who's going first. Should we stealth in? I gotta feed my dog real quick. I'll be in like two minutes. Sure. Donnie has a dog? Dude, I'm a person outside the game too. Doubtful. No, he's just like running around his house with a little wingcloth, eating raw meat, smelling like garbage. He meant eat his dog, not feed his dog. Regular Michael Myers over here eating a dog. What? Is that something that happened? It's like the first thing that happens. <laughs> what, Before he Austin Powers? Anybody. He eats a goddamn dog. That's not then true. Then Austin Powers 1 or 2? Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, Michael Myers. <laughs> Halloween? In the beginning yeah, of the dude. first Halloween, he's walking through the house and he finds his naked sister and kills her. That's the first thing he does. Well, certainly, but Michael Myers as the shape, the <laughs> murderous, mysterious killer, it's kind of the first thing he does, yes. But Mr. Technicality is, of course, correct. The best kind of correct. Oh, yeah. Little clown gonna... boy kills his big sis and then freezes outside on the sidewalk for a really long time in a weird shot. Are we gonna finish at six today? Well, my six, so. Um, I could. I'm good to go for like another hour, probably, but up to you. Oh, I'm, I'm dipping out then. Six. Six. Okay, so we got half hour or so still. My friend just texted me and asked me if he if he could come by and hang out. Fuck off. 
fucking plague rat. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I'm in your neighborhood, man. You want to hang out for? Get the fuck no. out of my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome here. <laughs> All right, I'm back. All right, you were missed. So, who's uh? Oh, what are you doing? Are you? Did you say you're one of the stealth in? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll for everyone who wants to roll stealth. Could you repeat the situation real quick? Sorry. Yeah, so uh, you're coming up on another kind of narrow tunnel, and from the entrance of the tunnel, you were able to catch some like a warm orange glow emitting uh, emitting from the entrance of the tunnel. The light is likely coming from something deeper in, but you can see the the light uh, penetrating out. All right, so who is um is uh, Sherwin going to stealth? And Grimms too. Um, oh, I can't stealth right now. Changing a diaper. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Just give me a passive stealth for. All right, I'll roll it for you. Your kid is already shitting. Why the so fuck? Advanced. Every two hours, like clockwork. So. <laughs> wow, I just saw Grimsby's roll. Jesus. <laughs> He's been Giant. bad. Bad at stealth. Um, there you go. And Sherwin is the master. <laughs> he crits. Alright, who is going first? It's enough for you to walk, um... Uh, actually no, it's pretty narrow. It's only five feet wide, so you have to go like a single file line. And just stay in the same order that we were in? Okay. So if that's the case, then... Donnie's going first? And Donnie and, uh, I guess Sherwin. Alright. Alright then, let me drop you guys in. Donnie. Sherwin. It's a giant. Whoops. And my dog like rolls around on the floor again. So I'm gonna smash you all kind of in here. There's no. Whoa! What's all like the laser beams flying around? <laughs> <laughs> um, who's in the middle railing? Okay. And Boyd. All right. And I gotta give your light. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. Um, I think Sherwin can see the creature, right? I can see, like, a lot of stuff. Man, something is, like, effed up. Oh, wait. Raylan, you should be able to see, like, Donnie, Sherwin, and then, yeah, you can see some stuff. That's because they're emitting light. That's see, fine. see, like, across the thing that's in the middle. Yep, that's cool. That's because the light that you see is coming from these... <laughs> large uh, lumbering beetles and they have this uh, gland it looks like underneath their throat that is emitting the light charming fire ants look more like beetles doesn't look, but doesn't look yeah. like good meat maybe not good meat but yeah the light that they have it's um it's about 20 feet 20 feet out kind of illuminating the space around them and uh, one is you know kind of placed uh, he's crawling along this kind of bridge here that uh, looks like it's fairly sturdy but um, the bridge itself doesn't have any handles on it it's just like a walkway um, it goes across but you can see with the beetles movement it doesn't seem to weigh down the bridge very much so it's at least sturdy enough to hold the beetle and then on the other side of the chasm you can see um, at least one possibly two more of these beetles and they don't seem to notice your presence, or if they do, they don't seem to care. 
They're just kind of wandering about. The ones on the opposite side of the chasm looks like it's uh, nibbling on some uh, mushrooms on the wall. Nibbling on what? Mushrooms. Let's leave them alone, boys. They don't look like good meat. You think we can get by them? Yeah. How big are they? Um, they would be two and a half feet, three feet tall, something like that. About the same size as uh, Boyd and Sherwin. On my steed. Yeah. Um, they they would be acceptable sizes for mounts for uh for halflings and gnomes. Alright, I guess I'm gonna try to walk by them. Okay. Um so you pass by and uh, obviously it sees you coming and it kinda of turns to you and you can see like its beetle wings kind of flutter a little bit, but it doesn't really seem to be taking a defensive stance. But since it's a difficult and narrow space, um you're gonna have to like kind of bump it out of the way or get it to move. You could also kind of tiptoe around it, but um it could be kind of precarious on the bridge. Alright, I'm gonna take out my sword and my shield and like push it with my shield. Just mm-hmm. trying to like push it back. Push it forward. Throw yeah, some food. Push it. Okay. Uh so you're able to kinda of like nudge it along and it kinda of just lumbers forward a little bit. Doesn't seem aggressive though, in any way. Alright, I'm gonna keep doing that all the way the other edge of the, the bridge. Alright. I'll say as uh, as long as you guys are walking normally across the bridge, uh, not trying to like do combat on it, um, you're able to get across as long as you're careful, careful about it. And you push it all the way to the other side into this room. And when it gets into the room, you just see it and it moves over and it starts nibbling on some other uh, mushrooms and fungi on the wall. All right. Uh, yeah, Donnie doesn't pay him a second mind that just going to keep going. Okay. Uh, Raylan is going to call out to Donnie, who seems resourceful about this kind of thing, and ask him, "Could we, could we use those things as light sources?" I, I guess so. They make light. You mean we should take their light? Grimsby, can you talk to these bugs? I don't know. Can I? Are they beasts? Uh, they are small beasts. So yes. Sherwin can make light with his his thought magic. What so the fuck is with all these goddamn crit fails? <laughs> that's three in a fucking row. <laughs> Why were you... I was going to talk to them and tell them to walk alongside us so they'd be our light. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> so you but say you that still... to them and they just don't respond. <laughs> they just keep eating. Uh, do they have like a? Can you show me the pick again? Uh, sure. Could I lasso one? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it would probably resist, but you could do like animal handling or something like that to to uh, motivate it along. Like now that I've seen it, can I turn into one? Um, what's uh, what's the CR level have to be? At second level, it's a quarter. Um, yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. I think so. As long as it doesn't have flying, it should be good, right? Flying so. or water, it says, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you could do that. I could turn to one of these guys. Provide light. At least for an hour. No. Ten? How long? One hour? Um, Is there a time limit? Well, you can 
whenever he takes like a rest or something like that, he'll probably revert back, I think. But yeah, as long as he can, um, as long as he's awake, he can do it. Uh, no, it's B shape for one hour. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Ah, uh, sure. right. Yeah. That stinks. Okay, yeah, Raylan is gonna try to like make a lasso and try to rope one. Right. Um, How do you even do that? <laughs> well, you have rope, so I would just say it'd be an animal handling check to see if it will. You can get it on there without it resisting. Okay. Hmm. Is there so? Okay. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Let's try it. Can I assist? Uh, sure. Being a druid. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Well, you're able to get the lasso on anyways without it snapping or biting at you. Okay, it's, so he makes you know, like a big loose loop and gets it on, we'll say this one at the front, and then uh, kind of uh, gently takes the slack out the line and tightens it up a little bit, and then uh, not expecting to have gotten this far, just kind of like looks around for suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on then. And he uh, he looks back to Grimsby and he's like, "Can you can you coax it to like walk along or something?" I want to coax it with the fungi bar. I'm gonna hand out a. <clears throat> All right, go um, forward. Oh, finally. So with the combination of the fungi bar being held out in front of its face and you telling it to move in its head, it um, moves forward uh, towards Boyd. Kind of difficult to that. tell which one is the motivating factor, but it, at least it's moving towards uh, with the verbal enforcement and the the snack being in front of its face. It moves forward. And uh, Raylan is just kind of like doing a belly laugh because he really didn't expect this to work. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives it like, I don't know, five foot of, or I guess like six standard dog leash length of uh, slack. Of slack. So then I guess we could have Sarath and whoever up front with they can see and then somebody in the back with their light and then this guy like towards the middle of the pack for all the people who can't see okay maybe we could put stool on top of them alright <laughs> so Boyd there's a I think Boyd would know as a druid like if you wanted to do this later it's possible for you to tame uh, tame this creature more than likely um, but it takes quite a bit of effort and uh, high skill level oh Oh, it's not a spell? Uh, spell uh, it right? might be a spell for it, but you can actually do it as a skill. Where the hell is this? Oh, when I get to a higher level, yeah, it'll say it. This is a spell. Animal friendship. Yeah. You can use a spell, okay. or you can actually do it as like a skill do check. Do it non-magically, right? It's a high DC. Yeah, you can do it non-magically. Yeah. What about, right. uh, can, can we ask one of the locals that's with us, like, what are these guys called? Uh, sure. You want to ask. Well, I can talk to Bupido. <laughs> uh, so Bupido will um, he'll come up and he'll say, mm, "Yes, these are uh, fire beetles. They're pretty tame." But uh, he kind of looks. He leans over and looks at the fire gland. Oh yeah. And uh, he leans over and looks at the fire gland. And when you would expect him to kind of point at it with a finger, you see him like produce a dagger that he did not have previously. But now he has a dagger, uh, Stop him. and he he points at the he's just pointing at the gland like a like a teacher point using like a stick to point at the board or something. And he's like, mm, you can also uh, cut these out and uh, carry them to produce light. Stop it! This is our friend. Friends no, 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 food. no. Mm, don't worry. 
I will not cut. Disappointing. And he kind of puts the dagger away. And uh, Raylan thanks him, and then uh, once they start moving, he just casually checks that his dagger is still on him. Um, your dagger is still on you. Okay. So uh, he tries to like keep this this weird arrangement with the rope going, <laughs> mm-hmm. following behind Boyd and continuing on. Okay. So uh, combination of animal handling too. Grimsby uh, coax or uh, coaching the uh, beetle on and with the fungi bar. I'll say whenever you have to do a uh, animal handling check with this thing again later, um, you guys will have advantage on it as long as you got kind of a, a similar setup going. Okay. All right. Cool. So you found a uh, living source of light, um, and you will continue forward through the cavern. It's uh at this point though it's getting pretty uh late in your travels, um, so this would be about the time normally you would rest. We Not necessarily in this in exact the, spot. In the next but, sex, yeah. yeah, next sections of camp. Yeah, okay. Did we, uh, so in this day or period of travel, did we do the foraging, or was that before we reached the other sleeping point? Um, while you're traveling, we can you can do your foraging rolls now. That's just stuff that you would do as you travel, so go ahead and roll it and see what you got for the day. Now load up the screen and plug it in. And, uh, let's see. Uh, Grimsby, was that your roll, the survival one, the seven? Yeah. Okay. So, Donnie was able to bring back some mushrooms. So, give me a d6, Donnie, plus your whiz modifier. Is everyone allowed to forage? Sure, if you want to. But Oh, I thought it was just one per, one person per party, per the party. Uh, you can do it that way, but, you know, like... Theoretically, the more people are out foraging, the less people there are watching. So, okay. All right. So, I mean, all right. So the only success is Donnie's. So you got eight pounds of mushrooms. Right. Okay. Or water, or water, whichever one you want. What do you want, Donnie? Uh, we've got food. I think we've got seventeen food. We've got thirteen water. Yeah, I would have been looking for water then. One fungi bar and four pounds of choker meat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'll look for water. So seven pounds of water, seven gallons or whatever. Um, eight. Eight. Okay, that puts us at twenty-one. And I'll cast Goodberry again. Nice. Come back with a set, a choker sack full of water. <laughs> Delicious. No residue. Oh in shit! That. I should have made a water skin. All the choker stuff. Didn't even think of it. We have ten good berries. Is it, is it time to eat right now or not? Yeah, this would be your resting time. So. Okay, so I'll take out the good berries again. That's ten good berries for people. Three foods. So that means fourteen food remaining. And zero good berries. We'll just do the same food as last time. Unless uh, Donnie's eating some of that choker meat. I would probably preferentially eat the choker meat to mushrooms. Okay. So Fifteen food. How much? How many pounds does he have to eat? One. Uh, just one, yeah. Okay. By the way, who's who's pooped recently? Everyone. Uh, I think Donnie would poop whenever he okay. felt like he needed to poop. Stool is absorbing your your poop. Oh, nice. <laughs> is that important? Is that, is that where he gets his name from? <laughs> Maybe. Or that's how the the uh, mushroom people get their nutrients. To the waste of others. I just want to ask, how does he go about absorbing it? 
he just kind of like slides on top of it. It's like he's mushing it kind of. And then there's some small like tendrils that come out from <laughs> his feet. And uh, he kind of is absorbing all the nutrients from it until there's just like flaky dry crust less left of uh, oh, so his, uh his What's up? His foot tongues lick up. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. yeah. Alright. The party inventory is updated. There's a letter in there too. Thank you. And again, a short or a long rest? This is a long rest. Okay, so I can. Yeah, you can you can spend head dice to heal. And uh, is Sherwin around still? Still working on a diaper? No, I'm here. Okay. Um, so as you guys enter your long rest and um, you know getting settled down, probably looking at your things. Well, you don't have very many things, uh, so it makes it even more obvious to notice that Sherwin, uh, yeah, your dagger is missing. Well, I assumed it was missing from before because we didn't get our stuff back, right? Uh, you got rearmed. That was one of the daggers that they took out of the uh, Drow's oh. armory. Did we get our armor back too? You got... Uh, so this is Sherwin's current equipment is you had a dagger. And this is the one that's missing now. You have a hand crossbow and mm. you have a shield and you have studded leather armor. Alright. I put it in your uh, inventory sheet in, in uh, D&D Beyond so that should be updated okay. with it. Yeah, okay. But so, and I, did you hear the whole thing about Pedo? Just were you here for that? Did I hear the what? Pedo coming up to the to the beetle and pointing a knife at it—a knife that he didn't have before. Oh, did Sherwin see him pointing at it with the knife? Yeah, at that particular moment, you didn't notice uh, that it was yours. But now that you sit down and realize when you're resting that you don't have it anymore, you can kind of connect the dots. I guess uh, Sherwin goes up to Pedo. I was like, "Oh, hey." Uh, my good man, I, I couldn't help but notice uh, you might have something of mine. Long, sharp, pointy, and he, uh, it looks just like this one. And he pulls out his other dagger that he had. Um, so you pull out the dagger and uh, let me drop him in here. What do you have, two? Yeah, sure, we had two. Right, but we didn't, we didn't find our own stuff we found a bunch of different stuff oh yeah, okay. yeah you just had the one yeah oh never mind well he wouldn't yeah. have showed him just asked if he had it just pulled out the dagger in his pants like this um <laughs> so bopito kind of stands there uh with his arms behind his back he's got his back to the uh, cave wall and um he says um hmm i'm afraid i uh do not know what you're talking about you cut off there what do you say I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, what you were just pointing out at the beetle over there. Oh, oh, this. And he then, um, that pulls the uh, dagger out from somewhere in his robes. And he twirls it around in his fingers. And he has, you know, like the tip of the blade on one fingertip. And then the hilt in the other hand. And he's kind of spinning it around like that. And he's like, is this yours? I thought I saw it uh, at the previous camp. It was laying on the ground. So I picked it up. Well. Thank you for picking it up for me. And then he puts his hand out to uh, receive it back. If you don't mind, it, it's quite dangerous down here. I uh, I feel quite uh, uh, nervous when I don't have some sort of protection. You seem to be the most capable, and, well, I thought maybe it, it wouldn't hurt if you let me have this one. Mm, if you had asked me first, I would have given it to you, but... Mm, uh, something in me tells me I should just have it back now. Very well. I apologize for the inconvenience. 
and he hands it back to you. Thank you. I'll, I will protect you, my good man. He brings up a good point, though. We should all be armed. I think, let's kill these beetles, and I can craft some weapons for these people. Alright. <laughs> You're gonna start smashing no! the beetles. <laughs> and Raylan is like, well, let's not kill this one <laughs> that he has on a rope. They probably have a hive mind. Don't do it. Um, well, I mean, they are like completely oblivious to danger. So if you're going to attack them, you'll get it uh, as a surprise. So basically like a free attack if you want to do that. Uh, floating the idea. Got objections. And you could probably one shot kill them more than likely. Really just wants to keep the one on the string alive for its utility as a beetle on a string. What do you okay. think, Big Ears? You're good with the thinking stuff. Hmm. Well, you know, I don't like killing without a need, but we do have need. Uh, indeed, I can probably uh, maybe take those uh, light sources out of them and give them to you. But uh, mm, I don't know anything about making weapons from bones. I'll handle that part. <laughs> Exoskeletons? Uh, all right, Donnie's going to stab the one next <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me an attack roll with advantage and damage. So it kind of, <laughs> fortunately, it kind of uh, flutters. And it kind of like jumps a little bit out of the way. Um, more of a surprise. And uh, it kind of just turns to you and um, doesn't really do anything. Does it have a look of betrayal on its face? <laughs> it, <laughs> it has this look on its face. <laughs> Indignancy. I get it. This one what? has earned its life. I'm going to go over to this one. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, I like that. Very flavorful. Go ahead. All right, Boyd. Later, dude. Hey, Jamie. Uh, see it. Uh, yeah, I tried to roll. It's just not uh, hitting it. Hmm? There we go. Now they're <laughs> all coming in. <laughs> okay, let's go with the crit then. The last one. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, oh, so you I'm hit, just going to like... First one anyway, so yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to drive my short sword down like right behind the head and in between the like the shell, the carapace or whatever. Mm -hmm. like, right down there. Yeah, you drop and its legs sprawl out and it flops to the ground and you kill it. <laughs> and nice. the big X shows up over it. Yep. Yeah, definitely killed it. And it's dead. Yeah, but it's uh, uh, it's heat gland. The light gland is still aglow. Nice. The soul still burns. <laughs> soul caliber. Guess I'm gonna set to work making some spears then, or whatever I think I can get out of it. Um, Lupito will come over and um, he'll he'll say that he prefers a smaller blade if possible. All right. Uh, see what I can do. I gotta look up what all I can make. You can make a shield, a club, a javelin, a dart, or blowgun needles. Uh, so. so I guess clubs is where we're at? Maybe. You could make uh, probably darts out of the shell. Well, Raylan needs a club, doesn't he? Like a proper you can club? Make, you can make everything out of this, basically. Uh, <laughs> I need a staff, a rod, or a wand, which are not weapons. No. They're different things. Yeah, I don't think I could... I don't think I can make that shit. Right. Yeah. And for the glands, um, the roll of d6, Donnie. Yep. And I'll tell you how long it can last. It lasts for five days. Right. 
So this wow. one was still young. Um, so torpedo, you, I can make darts and clubs and spears, and that's about it. What what are we looking at here? Blowgun uh, darts. Dart. I'll take the darts. All right. Make some darts then. Roll me a D four. Wow. pulls out his D four. Above it all, metagaming. Yeah. So I guess I'll give one dart to Pepito and give some others to the other the other guys. All right. Distribute them. These are like throwing darts. Yeah. Okay. No need. Um. I put the fire gland in the inventory. So I'm assuming. Oh, good. Somebody should carry it. I have a magic light from from Big Ears' ideas. And uh, who has the other one? Well, if you're gonna be on the leash, uh, who's who's like driving the beetle? Is that Raylan? I guess Raylan. I've got something. I could probably use a better one though. I mean, does this one give off more light? Yeah, this gland gives off. uh, uh, Where is that? I think you said twenty feet. It's twenty feet, so it gives off ten feet of uh, bright light, and then an additional ten feet of dim light. Twenty feet total. I guess I need because I've only got that five foot mushroom thing or whatever it was. It's like a torch. As you disparage the (laughs) handcrafted device, Sherwin gave you. (laughs) <laughs> what you the hell my friend uh, so I'm guessing I made like darts out of the legs and shit can I try to make a shield out of the back yeah right. still a 1d4 uh, the d4 is only for the darts and for the uh, what is it the blowgun needles the rest of it I think is just you just get a shield alright cool so I'll just make a shield and offer it up to whoever wants a shield you have to be proficient with a shield, right? Can't just use it. Uh, yes, that's correct. There is a proficiency for shields. You could still use it, but I'm not really sure what the benefit or the demerit is for that. I have to look it up. I think it's like very unclear based on what I looked at before, but we can figure it out later. Okay. All right. Got to got to kill one of those bugs. Should we kill the rest of them? <laughs> Well, one's a, a pet on a string, and the other one has earned its life, so I think that's all of them. Yes, that is the wise course. So we're resting with the watch rotation. Is that a good place to stop, or anybody got anything else they're trying to do? I think uh, right, one last thing is uh, the um, one of the deep gnomes, uh, the female one, Turvy, is going to pull Raylan uh, over towards uh, down the little pathway here. And you'll see that the uh, cave opening, it opens up again to another, like, large, long uh, chasm. Um, but she will, you know, not being able to communicate with you verbally, but she'll point out to the distance. And uh, you can see uh, the outline of enormous, uh, about, there's a, a whole grove of them, maybe about uh, six or seven trees in total. Uh, but Zerkwood mushrooms, um, and they're just just slightly aglow with like different fungi um, growing on them but you can see it maybe you know a couple hundred yards uh, down the chasm um, she just points it out to you that she found it okay so uh, Raylan would like smile at her and give kind of like a whatever the universal equivalent of a thumbs up is and then probably 
walk his fire beetle, maybe if Boyd's willing to help to go up to the nearest tree to like hack down a couple of uh, outgrowths that they could use for their similar needs of like a staff or whatever. Do you want to do that uh, before your rest or after your rest? Um, I guess before, because can't like crafting be part of your rest? Uh, yeah, this might be like a group effort because you're like going to chop down a big ass tree. No, I was thinking uh, just like if there's a lower branch or whatever, just hack one of them off. Oh, all right. Because I can think we, we all we need is like a staff each. Can we take care of that next time? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll prepare some stuff for it. Um, other than that, um, if you guys set up your normal, the same kind of rotation you had before uh, for watching and resting, um, yeah, everyone breaks off into the same groups as normal, um, except... Uh, Let's see. Who has it? Donnie. Donnie has highest passive perception. Um, as you're resting, nothing nefarious, but you'll notice like Bopito, uh, ever since he got the darts, he's just like just staring at the darts in his hand the whole time he's like resting. Everyone else is maybe chit-chatting or at least like on their side resting, trying to get some sleep, but he's just been like staring at his darts the entire time since you gave it to him. Uh, does he seem like a threat uh well he's just sitting down looking staring at his darts with his you know pupilless eyes so i mean he's just got like a blank expression on his face but it's just people are at least like looking around keeping watch and yeah. uh, or resting and he's not doing that he's just fixated so on i get the, the feeling he's like thinking about using that weapon on us get, or uh insight real insight yeah um getting all based of the on him today. Based on like him lifting the dagger off of uh, off Sherwin earlier, and uh, how he was very uh, quick to state his preference for what kind of weapon he wanted, um, yeah. you you get the impression that he wants to use it. He's wanting to use it. He hasn't given off any. Uh, you, you haven't got any sense that he dislikes any of you or your party. Um, in fact, he's kind of presented the opposite of that so far. I think. Um, Maybe he prefers some other the others, but I think he's been pretty helpful. But he, the way he's acted about weapons, it looks like he's excited to use it in some form. Uh, so I guess I'm going to go up to him and say, like, I see you are a warrior. And he'll lift his head up and he'll say, hmm, warrior? No, I'm not a warrior, but uh, I'm just admiring your uh, craftsmanship. Yes. I'm always watching you. How? How, how would you go about uh, felling a foe with one of these? Uh, I'm going to put my hand out as if to take it. Okay, he gives you one. Right. <clears throat> uh, look it up and down. Say, I think I'd go for the neck. Uh, can you show me? And he like kind of exposes his neck. <laughs> where where exactly should I push? Um, so look around and try to find any kind of like important pieces and then put the point of it there mm -hmm. like okay here. yeah you see like a big vein yeah um all right yeah aha i see ah thank you i'll keep that in mind you are an invaluable asset to the group all right i have my eye on hmm. <laughs> you saw did you tell him that yeah okay he doesn't respond but he thanks you. Just, nods his head. I'm gonna go back 
and like sit against the wall, but just keep staring it like in his direction. Okay. He will. Uh, he puts the darts in his uh, inside of his robe, but he doesn't seem to sleep. He just kind of keeps his eyes open, and he's just staring off into the darkness. And uh, I think that's about where I need to stop for today. Time-wise and material-wise for today's session. Cool. All right. Well, you got your light sources. And um, they will tell you, Shushar and uh, Sarath would tell you that you're about three-quarters of the way there. So Uh, maybe next session we will be walking into Slupodop. Can't wait. Can't wait to talk to fish people. No! Sleep! Tell Slupodop! Right, we're almost there. <laughs> it's appropriate long pause at the end of that. It's nice. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, is everybody cool for next time? Yeah. Probably, dude. I mean, should we try to play again before then? Um, see what's going on. I guess in the week. I don't have official telework stuff yet, but I do have Tuesday off to go to oh. Natalie's. Like, um preschool ceremony thing. Ah, screw that shit. Let's play DC. Yeah. Take the day off for the preschool. That baby at home. Jesus. So, because of that, I could do Tuesday morning early. We'd have to stop a little early. Like, I couldn't go this late. Um, but we could do... It'd be like Monday afternoon, your guys. Maybe like I only two be- hours. Something like that. I should be okay for that. Well, it depends on what time. What time are you thinking early? Yeah, it'd be the same as today. Because I gotta leave at like... 9. That's a work day for really don't want to wake up that early. So that would be US 5pm? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what was it today? What time did it start yeah, today it for you? Yeah, it was 5pm. Alright. I'll throw out feelers on it in Slack because I know Jamie's gone now. So, if we got... um enough peeps we can do it Uh, I think I have a fucking dumbass well a very important necessary meeting (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah let's just talk about stuff later alright yeah I'll throw it out in Slack alright okay oh yeah I guess I could do I could also do like Monday Japan late Monday night um U.S. early Monday morning, but anyways, yeah, I'll just throw out some options in Slack, and then we'll just go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I have stuff later in the morning on Monday, so I'd have to call it quits at, like, 9 a.m., something like that, but I could go earlier. All right. All right, well, I'll throw out, like, a poll thing or something. Yeah. Cool. We'll talk about it. Sounds good. All right, dudes. See ya. All right, see you guys. Peace. Hey, we're going to three, right? I would assume. Donnie fucking one-hitted a demon last session. Throw well, that shit at us. It had like one. three hit points left. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, he smothered a human being. It's like, yeah, it was a uh, old granny <laughs> gasping for breath on her deathbed. Hey, man, it doesn't change the sentence. Fucking one-hitted a demon.